Kraken Fancast, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans by Seattle Kraken fans. Release the Kraken. Hey, everybody. Live from the Angry Beaver, it is the third Kraken Fancast and the first ever live video version of it. We're so psyched to be here on what feels like hockey Christmas here in Seattle, Washington. The Seattle Kraken, the inaugural year of the Seattle Kraken, today is the expansion draft. We'll finally see who the players are going to be, or some of the players. So a lot of things will be changing over time, but uh, we're finally getting an actual team. The organization has done a fantastic job putting everything together. We're going to have a first-class arena, uh, a fantastic organization, a fan base that is so excited. In less than 48 hours, uh, the season tickets were, were gone. It's just, it's just incredible, the energy right now in the Seattle sports community. My name's Chris Porter. I'm the host of, of Kraken FanCast. I'm here with my colleagues Jim Cockrell, Nathan Gunderson, and Luke Chelios. Also, big props to our podcast uh, producer, Jay Middleton, and all things video and streaming, Dan Thornton. We're here live at the Angry Beaver, our, uh, Seattle's best hockey Canadian-themed bar in the Greenwood neighborhood. If you're nearby and you want to join us here, the broadcast on ESPN2 is going to start up in about uh, 29, 28, 29 minutes, and we're going to be watching along with you each each, uh, each pick as they make them and uh, analyze a little of the pick, talk a little bit about you know some of the previews of who we think is going to be picked. Um, I will talk a little bit about the uh, so-called elephant in the room of all the uh, different uh, leaks, supposedly. We've been seeing a lot of social media about a lot of uh, people that have been semi-confirmed to be on the roster. If you've seen that, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen it, don't go on Twitter. Be surprised and just watch along with us because we really don't know who's going to be picked until we hear it from the horse's mouth, the the horse's mouth, general manager Ron Francis and uh, among other people uh, who are going to be part of the whole ceremony. There's a big, big party going on at Gasworks Park, right by Lake Union. Uh, There are parties in a lot of different bars, but uh, I'd say the real big one right now already, the MVP was pretty crowded. I imagine we'll get to capacity in a little while, and we're so psyched to be here. So first off, let me give you some facts. Um, This is uh, expansion draft that involves 30 teams. Vegas Golden Knights, since they were the other expansion team, they are uh, they they do not participate. They will not lose any players. But all other 30 teams, one player is picked from each of those teams. A few days ago, this past weekend, there was a uh, list of protected players, unprotected players that were submitted to the NHL. And so Seattle Kraken uh, management team went through all that and have come up with a whole list that they have submitted to the NHL already. So that's what we're going to be learning a little bit at 5, at 5 p.m. Uh, when that broadcast starts and, and probably last. We're not really sure right now. They haven't been uh, too bored with about maybe about 90-minute program. Uh, a lot of celebrities will be there uh, involved in a lot of the picks. Um, the uh, There could be some movement, though. You have to keep in mind that a lot of picks could be traded within the next few days. So don't get too married to the roster just yet. So there's something to keep in mind. Um, before I start to chat a little bit about the expansion team, or the expansion uh, draft, rather, uh, I do want to talk a little bit about some things that happened since our last podcast. Uh, one thing that was very exciting, of course, our last podcast, we talked about Dave Hackstall, our new head coach, uh, former Flyers coach and uh, North Dakota State coach. 
now the first ever coach, head coach of the Seattle Kraken. But we also have two new assistant coaches. We have Jay Leach. He's been part of the uh, Bruins organization for a lot of years. He was the AHL head coach for their uh, team uh, in Providence, Providence Bruins. He's now with the Kraken organization. Also, uh, Paul McFarland, who uh, coached in the uh, junior leagues for a while, uh, was also assistant coach in Florida and more recently in Toronto. So he and Dave Hextall were uh, uh, colleagues for a little while, and, and uh, Dave Hextall has brought him in as the assistant coach. We're expecting other coaches to be added to, to the coaching staff, and no doubt we'll hear about that more in the coming days. This week is really off the hook. Not only have the expansion draft today, reportedly the NHL schedule for all the teams is going to come out tomorrow. And then on Friday, and also moving into Saturday, the amateur draft, college players and junior league players being drafted. And so the Seattle Kraken have the second overall pick, and uh, that's no doubt going to be uh, someone that will be a mover and shaker on the team in the future. So it's very busy. And then, if that wasn't enough, next Wednesday, NHL free agency starts. And no doubt, Seattle Kraken will make some moves there, I, I trust. Um, that's it for all the little facts and figures there, just to start off. We've got so much to talk about, so much going on. We're, um, we're about uh, a little over about 20 minutes, 25 minutes away from the broadcast. Jim and Nathan are here with me. Guys, what are your what are your general thoughts? Jim, let me start with you. Um, your general thoughts of um, of the whole hoopla. What, how are you feeling right now, man? You've been waiting for this for a lot of years. You and me both. Uh, yeah. I was sitting there thinking this morning. I was getting ready for the day, thinking about this broadcast that we had to do this afternoon. And um, all of a sudden, I started seeing these leaks coming in. And I thought, wait a minute. Do I look at that? Do I pay attention? What do I do here? And uh, obviously, I looked. And it was, uh, what was it, the first announcement? Uh, was, well, I got, the sec I got the second one here, Donald, pretty much. And then the others. And I thought, okay, I'm already liking what's going on here. Uh, and then I went and went about my day, and I checked in a little bit later. I didn't want to get over the top. I was texting with you and others. And, uh, you know, you don't want to get into those rumors. But I started looking at that roster and thinking, well, they're pretty down pat. The supposed with, roster. Yeah, the supposed roster. Pretty down pat with the, you know, the the insider information. And uh, I was listening to NHL radio in the car a couple of times, and that's my go-to. Pretty solid information. And uh, they just... I was happy. I was going, oh, look at that. They're building from the D out. I love it. I was a little... Uh, Pardon that. No, live TV, <laughs> there's, a lot go, there's a lot going on in this pub for one thing. Um, anyway, so I, I'm enjoying what I'm seeing. Uh, it's. I still think there's going to be some action potentially tonight. Maybe one deal. I don't know. I know there will be before the deadline, and um, I, I expect to see one or two big moves. And uh, I mean, looking at the cap right now, just drafting it up on what they got. Plenty of room if they if this is the route they're going. Um, there's, I had at least probably 60% or maybe more of the same picks they did on the 
the middle range guys and the, the upper guys. The, the lesser three, four line guys, I, was, I, I wasn't nailing any of that. Well, I don't and I'll, and I'll, I'll just interject a little bit. Our mock drafts that we were doing, everybody, I mean, there are literally a lot of the pundits have been doing hundreds and hundreds of mock drafts. But right. you and I both waited until they actually gave us some expansion. I, I almost felt like it was, I mean, I have a ton of respect for anybody who did it before then, but right. it was so many moving parts and so many things. I, I, I didn't feel uh, like I wanted to do it until we got that expansion list. Uh, uh, the uh, the uh, availability list. I, I agree. You know, guys, people have been doing this mock stuff for a year or more. And I was, I would look at it thinking, oh man, what are you wasting your time for? It's crazy, you know, to get that involved. And then with, you know, then we had some of the the pre moves that went on in the trades, and a lot of people were freaking out. And when you think about it, there was only about three or four of those deals that could have had any remotely connected to us. I'm thinking, uh, but people were freaking. And then as it turns out, when we finally got that list two days ago or three days ago, it's like, oh hey, look at that. That's a pretty pretty good looking roster there. And I think I tweeted out to General Space. I said, oh, here we got a little commotion. Time out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, there. Okay, so time. Oh yeah. So we're uh, notable of four is expected to be selected by the Kraken uh, on TV right now. So people get it. Poutine is coming out. No, I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it's okay, man. It's all live. It, it, this is what we're in for. People are having a lot of fun. Yeah. We're psyched about this. We don't have a team. I mean, all the hoopla around this team, and we don't really ha- technically have it yet. Yeah. I, I'm, st- I'm still in uh, shock. It's been like a three-year shock, to be honest with you. And, but each level steps up every time. It's like, wait a minute, how much of this can you take, you know? Totally. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's, we're going to have to take it some more. It's we're total, having a blast right This now. week has been total sensory overload for me. You know the story, how long I've waited for this stuff. And, uh, but I'm happy with what I see so far. I'm confident that more things are going to be done. Uh, and I just know that this roster on paper will look better than Vegas's did in 2017. No, no questions asked on that. Oh, it, are, so, it, se- yeah. it seems, well, as I kind of trusted it, you know, it's, it's new, but in Ron, I trust, and a lot of us yeah, do, totally. and I'm feeling like this team's already going to be better uh, than some, some, other, some other established teams. But anyway, we want to get it too ahead of ourselves. Nathan Gunderson, when are you coming on the conversation too? Uh, Nate, what, are, what are your thoughts early on, what you've been seeing, hearing, and just, you know, over general, uh, this is your first time, first time, you're going to talk it's your first time at the Angry Beaver, man. It About is. time. It is. It's my first time at the Angry Beaver. I like it a lot. Uh, there's a lot going on here. But, uh, you know, I feel like we're cheating. We're kind of spoiled, you know, getting Christmas twice in one year, you know. Um, of course, you know, there's been some leaks and things, but how true are those leaks? I'm not going to put all my uh, eggs in one basket. We all have hopefuls. We all have uh, people that, you know, we, we hope that we're going to get. But, uh it's going to be good. Either way, I mean, it's going to be a solid team, you know. Uh, we talked about it before that, you know, uh, maybe a good solid defense, uh, be one goalie, and uh, some pretty solid offense. Uh, the wins will come, but whoever we get, I've said before, I'm excited. Uh, I think that this is more exciting, in my opinion, than any expansion draft has ever happened. Well, let me, I'm glad you brought that up because I want to ask you, cause, so, and, you know, we all come from being fans of other teams, and, and you've been a supporter of Vegas. Uh, did, 
a few years ago when they had the expansion their expansion drive. Were you watching that? Do you, do you have memories of that? I actually did not see it. It wasn't until three or four days later that all the players were announced. I knew who was coming from where. And I thought, oh, man, okay, well, Flurry from Pittsburgh, you know, and uh, some other players from other places. And they That wasn't supposed to happen the way it happened, no. uh, you know, to go to the playoffs every year. And, uh, of course, you know, we didn't have a hockey team, you know, here in Seattle. Uh, we had our WHL, which is great, you know, Canucks just up north. But I didn't have a team that I really wanted to root for. And so I jumped on the bandwagon with Vegas, and it was a great ride. But uh, when we were awarded our team, I knew that it was going to have to come to a uh, passionate halt. And uh, now it's cracking all the way, and damn it, I'm excited. Absolutely. Well, Jim, I mean, you and I probably paid a little bit, uh, you know, not a lot, but I mean, I'm feeling, and granted, we're in the eye of the storm here, but it feels to me a lot more hype and hoopla about this expansion draft than ever before in any league I can think of. Would you concur? Oh, totally. You know, I, I probably have this, this little conversation more than, than any conversation with just general people at work or whatever that are paying attention, but they don't really know the game. And people have always wondered, like, how come I pull for so many teams that aren't from this state? I said, because I'm old enough to where I had to pick teams before we had teams. It's that simple. Uh, I remember when the Mariners came in. I remember when the Hawks came in. They were both a year apart, 76, 77. Going back to then, I just remember it was like talk and then happen. There was no buildup. It was like, oh, I guess we got a team. It was literally like that. But as we go on and media and all this stuff, it's just everything is just jacked up on steroids and it's over the top. And, you know, even though it's been four years since Vegas, uh, that is just like way over the top. So I get it. I'm pleased with it. Like I said, the actual expansion thing and, and wishing for a team really came into view about seven, eight years ago when he started hearing about potential different owners. Uh, the Chicago guy that owned the Chicago Wolves in the AHL, he was dabbling around there for a bit. Then uh, some guy was looking to bring the, and the other the other guy from New York, Bartasek, Ray Bartasek. That's right. And I was jumping all over that. I thought that was it. That was going to be it because nothing else was stepping up. And then we had that slow dead time, and then boom. The old mayor announcement downtown about the arena, and we all started paying attention, and there it was. And I still wasn't buying it until I saw the people with the bats come up with the money, and then I thought, "Whoa, look at this ownership here. This is pretty heavy duty. Uh, maybe we got something here." And then everything just kept getting better and better. And then a lot of people were like, "I'm not believing it till I see that puck drop." And, I was believing it a while ago, for sure. Well, don't, don't you just want to, I hate to be a high-told-you-so person. I really hate never to be, but I just want to dedicate all this to all the people who told me and probably you guys, oh, Seattle will never be a hockey town. You know, oh, that wouldn't, they don't care about that here. Anyway, hope you're all enjoying everything that's going on these days, you know, and hope you all like to talk. I mean, I got to say, you know, even people, I mean, I know... And I'm happy for them, too, because I miss the Seattle Sonics, and uh, it was terrible losing that team, terrible reasons, but I think I see a lot of people in the uh, basketball community so excited and in, in getting into hockey. I know they're kind of looking at it and saying, okay, this can bring the Sonics back, but it really can. I mean, this facility... Uh, have you guys been watching the uh, transformation of, of the... Uh, 
of the arena at all, any photos yeah. and things and stuff. I mean, it's going to be off the hook, eh? Yeah, it's. they've been talking about trying to get the team back, calling it the Sonics. And you got to think all this time that they haven't had the team here. They've still been selling merchandise. There's people still buying T-shirts, hats. I don't even think the sales have gone down. I could be wrong. But everybody wants a basketball team back. There's room, there's a need, and there's a want. And it's just a matter of time. You watch. It's Absolutely. a matter of time. But they're going to have to schedule it around the cracking games, though. Got to say, throw a shout-out. Rest in peace, Christopher Brandon, who was Sonic's guy, oh, yeah, who was a oh. huge, huge vital part of you know, petitioning for the Sonics to come back and also for hockey to be here, too. Because yeah. anything hockey-related, he would be there to just show support for that. Sonics games, too. But he passed away in 2020. I'll, I'll tell you, I, I ran into Christopher a lot. He was a Tacoma resident. And I would see him at every possible event down south. And, of course, he was at all the ones up here, too. Yeah. Great dude. Great uh, dude. Great comedian. He yeah. was a huge part of the comedy scene here in Seattle. He was beloved by everybody yeah. in the sports affiliation here in Seattle. Rest in peace. Yes. Thank you, Jay, for bringing that up. It's true. I, I, I'm sad that he's... You know, I'm not physically going to see it, but uh, he was a huge, huge part of that, and a lot of the community more. more uh, but he, yeah, he was. He's part part of a, a great community that really pushed this all together. Um, we are watching commercials and everything. We got, well, this is the NHL Network on. We're going to have to switch it over to uh, ESPN pretty soon. Um, just a reminder, we'll be uh, bringing in Lu our own Lucellios in for some commentary. Uh, also bringing in a few uh, fans here that we all know. They've been long, long time hockey fans. Been waiting for a Seattle NHL team for a long time. Have some interesting perspective. Uh, will we have some celebs here? We, we did have heard uh, you know reports that quite a few celebs will be over at the uh, Big Gasworks uh, celebration, as well as they should. But uh, maybe some will come over a little afterward and uh, maybe we'll, you know, we're lucky to get some photos with them later on, but maybe some will come in uh, a little earlier, who knows, because uh, really, this really is, the Angry Beaver really has been uh, a spot for, I mean, this is where I met Jerry Bruckheimer and and, 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 and both Lloyd Wickies, they've come here for little parties, Dave Haxtall, hours after his uh, his uh, press conference introducing him. Ends up in a bunch of photos up here and everything. Everybody knows the Angry Beaver and uh, uh, you know, so if, uh, if any of you are watching us uh, right now uh, and you're nearby, uh, there's, there's some room, standing room, not a lot admittedly, but uh, uh, come on down. Our, our police patronize the place during the season. Every single NHL game is, uh, is played here uh, all the time, plus also a lot of juniors and all things hockey here. Um, Let's talk a little bit about some players, some some rumored players. Why not, guys? Right? Because uh, I mean, one thing that's kind of interesting, and, and this is this is to be expected. This is human nature. Everybody gets excited about. You know, I'm thinking when you brought it up, Nathan, about you know uh, Mark Andre Fleury. You know, those known players. And there's been so much chatter about Carey Price since he was exposed. And oh, we should get him. And also, uh, you know, Tarasenko. We can go on to a n number of the players. But uh, I think a lot of pundits and everybody would say, no, don't spend it. Because everybody has to keep in mind that we, you know, there's a salary cap here. Uh, a lot of people, I had to uh, smile when I'd see even pundits picks. There would be all these players, and I'm like, you've just gone over the cap after your eighth pick, man. I mean, come on. So, right, you know, so I'm like, let's, let's get back down to earth and everything. But 
what, what are some of the reasons why? But there are some guys, like one guy I, I am rumored he's not getting, but I was thinking, eh, roll the dice on Adam Henry from Anaheim Ducks. Yeah, he is going to be a cap hit, but I thought, you know, you need some, you need to, you know, a veteran in there and everything. I'm just using him as an example. We can point to others, but why, why go after a veteran and why not? Jim, can you jump on that and also uh, the money issue on it? Yeah, I think uh, a typical build for a club, you know, from scratch or whatever, building up from the bottom of the basement, what have you, you know, you're going to have to have a couple vets on there for sure uh, just to get the leadership in the room, you know, and the Giordano comes into the dimension. And if he's with the club, he would automatically be the team captain. I, he would just have to be when you look at the roster. Um, but there's already rumors that he could be a piece, you know, in a move. But you yeah, got to grab a rumor of a trade, yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, when I built some of my roster models, I was grabbing a couple vets, whatever. High, of course, they're higher salaries. Uh, you're going to have to do that. Uh, but you know, it, I think what we see right now has a ton of cap room. And I, I like that, actually, because we could go grab a couple UFAs on some trades and have still some room. So I think that's a, the perfect build. Look, Ronnie and his team, they're smart. They're, well, can either of you guys talk? Let's a little talk about it, because I, I know there's a lot of confusion on this. I don't want to assume everybody watching understands all this about the UFAs, the un, uh, unrestricted free agents and the restricted free agents. How does that play into this expansion draft? Uh, well, I mean, obviously... You, well, they were looking at the rosters first with the under-contract rosters to build their budget and grab the teams, grab the players that were released. And then the UFAs, you know, are at their contract, done pretty much, and need to be picked up. So whatever you can throw. And I remember Nathan bringing this up a couple, I think it was our first show, talking about the region here. This is something people don't think about like us because we take it for granted. That I was thinking about it on the drive up, like, man, there's a lot of players that play in towns that just aren't that inviting. And, you know, they've never been here, but they've heard and they know the ownership group. They know the building. They know the training facility. And they're like, yeah, you know what? So, I mean, if you got a, those middle value guys, those $4.3, $4.2 million guys sitting there going, I could be here for a little more or there, I might want to stay. I might want to go over there for even a little less. Uh, particularly the Canadian players that still might be locked into some Canadian cap salary type stuff. Uh, well, yeah, and also, you know, do any of these guys have a history with Dave Haxtall or any right, coaching totally. staff? You know, and, that plays in North. You know, it's funny because after you do a lot of research about Dave Haxtall, you start seeing how many guys in the league are tied to him. Oh, yeah, it's, there's, that's impressive. So, you know, they're doing the right thing. I just... I think they did it right. There's a lot of less, little scoring depth. Uh, it's a little light on the front end right now when you look at it. But I think there's going to be some deals done. You get one or two big names in there, it's a whole different deal, you know? So I think that's, that's a, I think they went with a good theory. They didn't blow up the cap. They didn't bring in the, the Tarasenko's like people. You know, the guy was uh, he's injured. Same with Price. I knew Price was never going to happen. Come on. Well, Kerry, the thing is, you know, he, um, obviously he played, you know, through the roof oh, yeah. in the playoffs, but uh, he, his stats have been in the decline the last three, four years. So, right. and you're right, he's been, you know, dealing with some injuries. So, um, and it's not like they need to sell tickets. Like if we were out a new team back in the old days, oh, let's get the stars so we can sell some tickets. Well, we didn't know it was, you know, like 
like in you know, some cities like Kansas City back in the 70s. But here, you know, it's all sold out for this. I know, but I kept hearing that, too. Like, oh, he'll sell tickets. I'm like, hey, there's people freaking out about this everywhere. They can't even get in the building. So maybe it would just be the appeal to talk about it at the family dinner with everybody every night. I don't know. But Nathan, out of the guys who were either rumored uh, or weren't rumored, we could see, I mean, are any particular players that were uh, unprotected that you were... You're kind of hoping end up on the roster either either by today or maybe by a trade. Yeah, uh, Tyler Pitlick, uh, somebody that I've kind of thought about um, yeah, from Arizona. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a nice place to buy a house. Is somebody going to want to come from Arizona? I mean, they're not going to have much of a choice. But you know, you're gonna it rains you know eight nine months out of the year here. You know, so but uh, yeah, you know, players like that. Um, you know, like you said, uh, Giordano. Uh, that'd be a good one. Um, you know, Adam Larson. Yeah, I was. I guess we could. Say, I mean, it, there is. Even though we've seen all these like rumored things, the ones that were talked about right away, like it seems like it's a 99.9 percent deal. Even yesterday was Chris Reeder, Florida Panther goalie. Well, I'm particularly excited about talk talk a little bit more about him later. Uh, and Adam Larson. Uh, those are the two that. that very earliest on me. Yeah. So I think we can kind of bank on them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I, you know, there's some other ones that are rumored. Um, I mean, I've been really high on Gabriel Landeskog, Landeskog uh, from Colorado, but uh, rumor has it Eunice Donskoy, who I haven't, I know of, I've watched him. You study him a little more, Jim, right? You seem excited about that. That seems like the, the stronger rumor, although maybe Landis Scott, I'm kind of like fingers crossed, uh, maybe he can come in the trade later. Right? I'm thinking, I mean, I'm thinking they're going to have to grab, you know, somebody that can score like that at some point before the deadline or, you know, when it opens up. I, I, I'm happy with Dansko. I'm happy with a lot of these guys, to be honest with you. Uh, we'll see on a lot of the improvements. You know, there's a lot of guys in the lower half of the roster that don't have a lot of experience. Uh, but, but you get a lot of guys who are like third-line guys. This kind of goes back to the, what a great opportunity to come into Seattle, and all of a sudden you're either a first, or maybe first as a push, but like a second-liner. Oh. Yeah, like Yanni Gord, who's been on everybody's pitch. So I, don't, I don't feel yeah. comfortable talking about him. Uh, I mean, Tampa Bay Lightning are such a deep team. Uh, you know, guys sitting on their bench would be fine in Seattle, yeah. right? You know, so, but Yanni, you know, I've watched him many a time, you know, and um, I'm, he's one of the guys I'm most excited about. Yeah. Third liner, but he could easily be, I'm sure he'd be the second line guy. I, I probably would have been happy with any one of the five available, <laughs> to be yeah. honest with you. It was a solid, uh, solid roster selection. Yeah. I'm actually happy to see Alex True on there. Some some Seattle Thunderbird life right there. Got the game winner in the uh, over Regina for more of oh, Just a little closer. Oh. Yeah, I uh, I'm happy to see him on yeah. that. It's little home blood there. Did you watch? Did you watch him as a Thunderbird? Did you I did. I totally did. And he scored that incredible game winner against Regina. And it was so weird because I was watching it, and the way they had the camera angle on that particular goal was pretty different and rare, not normal. It was kind of like in the visitor's bench, I remember, and it was behind the play. And so when he came down, and it was a total power 
wrister from like between the red and the blue and it just sailed like top shelf and I was like oh my god that's a beautiful shot total winner went crazy so I'm happy to see that and I've always liked the kid so I think I got I think I still have like a, a refrigerator magnet schedule with him on it somewhere wow <laughs> there you go get that's a collector's item for sure. Um, Nathan, earlier you and I were talking about goalies, and you know I'm a, I'm a big lover of goalie. Even though, I, yeah, I love to see goals as much as anybody. The defensive part of this game, maybe more than a lot of other sports, you know, football, I guess. But you know, it really fascinates me. And so I'm always like, and I, I was, a, of course, because I was a goalie in soccer back in my high school days. I mean, that's probably where I, that bug bit me. But uh, uh, Chris Dreger, uh seems like good as gold. Rumored uh, VTech Vanacek from Washington Capitals, and rumored from Ottawa, um, uh, Joey Decord, who's a uh, New England boy, where I'm originally from. So I'm, uh, I haven't paid much attention to him. But uh, the other two, I have. Any thoughts on either of those goalies, uh, Nathan? A little bit. Either of them I'd be happy with. Um, there were some that I thought would be on our list, on our radar, and I'm not sure if they're going to be. Um, some people thought, you know, oh, Ben Bishop, you know, that, that's, you know, he's he's got, you know, some time left in Dallas still and everything like that. So he, he, I don't think he's going anywhere. Um, obviously, you know, we're not going to be able to touch anybody from Vegas. Um, Carey Price uh, would have been awesome to have. You know, I mean, he went a long way, but do we really want to spend 12 or 13% of our salary cap on one player that just doesn't jive with me? I don't know too many people that would. How much did they have left in the tank? How and much do, it, yeah. Don't forget yeah. that $11 million bonus up front, too. That's um, correct. That was crazy. I'll play for free. <laughs> No, it's true. Yeah, I mean, we were talking, we've been hearing Graydon Holpe has been uh, on a lot of mock lists, and um, even I, you know, I saw him rumored as like a, you know, before the la- latest rumors or, or confirmations we heard. Um, we almost had time. Can't watch him at time. Oh, about a minute away from the uh, from the broadcast. So just giving everybody heads up. Um, but yeah, it's. Um, I mean, here's the thing, and they just never know. It's all, it's all a roll of the dice, of course, but. Some of these guys, you know, we can, you know, look at them and, you know, their the best years are behind them. Some goalies, Jim, what, maybe, you know, they got a good 10 years, 9, 10 years of where they're really top, top level. And they're on the, you know, sort of on the way down. Still, you know, workable goalies and, and good fine to have her on the roster, but have to be your main starter. It just doesn't make sense. And so I've been skeptical about guys like Bishop, um, our, our guy Tuka Rask. I mean, certain guys where you're just like, eh, it's just not not the same. Now, I would have also, many would have said and did say, Mark-Andre Fleury, oh, well, he's no longer. He made us all shut up. So you never know, right? Yeah. Sometimes getting on a new roster can be very rejuvenating. Pretty rare for a tender, though, to pull pull those solid years late. It really is. I mean, like you said, we all know Kerry had a great run there for those playoffs. But if you look at his numbers in those last three years, they've been very average. Of course, he's had his team in front of him has not been very strong either. It's, you know, it's, so, uh, I'm happy with the tender thing. I, You know me, I've been all along the 1A, 1B no, not a bona fide starter by any rights, but you know, a fresh team with some of the best young goalies that were backups anywhere can start and get some minutes and get going here. I think there was. I had two of those three that they rumored picks, so I'm happy. Uh, I didn't want I, I, of the of the veteran type guys with 
six to eight years or whatever. I, I was actually leaning towards Holtby a little bit, uh, but I knew his would probably be a backup capacity no matter what, ultimately. So, you know, that's where we're at with that. I, I'm happy, very happy. I just love it. We're filming ourselves and someone's filming us. I love yeah. it. Hey, what's going on? We got Cairo here. We got Cairo. You're on the track and fit. Anyway, we're hearing Gary Bettman right now. There's a visual of everybody down at Gasworks Park. But there's one more thing you need to do to get the team up and running, and that is to name the first players that will wear the Seattle Kraken uniform. These players will forever be known as the original Seattle Kraken. Your Seattle Kraken. Amen. So let's get started. It's my pleasure to introduce from another new NHL team member, those at ESPN, Chris Fowler and Dominic Moore and Seattle. Not more, one, one time brewing. I guess that's live on the TV right now. I don't know. Incredible out here. It's crazy over there in the kayak. It's insane back here in the boats. Look at the backdrop of your beautiful city. We know how hungry you are. Lots of people on boats watching this and like you know. This ownership group has finally made this happen at season tickets. Sold out in 12 minutes. Yeah. I wonder if Seattle's a hockey town. <laughs> 
in your honor and in the honor of this event, we don't have a bunch of guys backstage on the fun, so we got a sign here. Thing. Let's get cracking. Explaining the rules to the public and how many players are going to get picked. I'm land on there just to tease me and Jim right now. <laughs> Showing a lot of stars, ways. I have every reason to believe they won't be picking any of them. <laughs> a lot of guys, everybody thought everybody was going to grab. Yeah, PK Subban? Nah, I think like, so. Like, hey, maybe we're the ones that are on. Right off the way. We're going to see it. I think PK Subban has a TV career. Talk to her a little bit on the by the way, Luke Chelios has joined us. Luke, good to see you, pal. Hey, Chris, Jim. Real close to the mic there, buddy. Luke, you got to get on the mic. Go. Right, here we go. Live on the air from the Angry Beaver, this is Chelios. We've been waiting years for this. We've been talking about 500 days, 300 days, 100 days. It's live. We're picking a team. Oh, there's Enjoy. Sean Kemp. Gary Payton. In the crowd out there. Not at the Angry Beaver. They should be here, but People were taking kayaks and boats to the gasworks to the live draft. Best hockey city in the world. We're proving it today, folks. Kevin Weeks, an NHL network guy. And I guess we'll be seeing, will we be seeing him on ESPN? They might just be splitting with the NHL network. Thing. Yeah, I think we are. Yeah. Kevin Weeks is a future GM, my friend. The NHL is really high on him. That guy commented on my my uh, shoes once at 2011 Stanley Cup. He looked and spotted them, and he said, "I got to get those on video." So he put them on the NHL network. They were pretty cool. I got to admit. Those shoes. Those shoes. Gotta have my shoes. Anyway, they're doing a lot of intro here. Um, rumored also is uh, there's been a little bit of uh, uncertainty whether they are going to do the draft all alphabetically by team, like in Anaheim, Arizona, and so forth. But we did get uh, a little template sent out uh, that implies that actually Colorado, I don't know what, what the order is or why the order is this way, but it would go Colorado, Chicago, Columbus, St. Louis, and Boston for the first uh, well, here we go. manager, Ron Francis. There he is. Hey, Ronnie Franchise. Hello, Seattle Kraken. Now, unlike Gary Bettman, people cheer for this man, so that's all right. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, hockey dreams coming true today, folks. 
Okay, well, there we go. More interviewing and everything. So Ron Francis out there with Chris Fowler and Dominic Moore. And uh, we're getting closer to the first pick, no doubt. You know, Dominic Moore is quite a story. He started a charity ping pong tournament to raise money for, uh, not sure, maybe autism, but a fabulous player that's now on NHL Network. Yeah. A great media voice. He is. He really is. He does a great job on uh, a lot of analyzing. You have to think that Ron Francis is just proud. He was one of the first employees here. Now he's got a team. Yeah, no, they've been, he and his crew have been working really hard. I was reading uh, an article in The Athletic earlier about what the Vegas uh, management team went through, you know, once they found out what the, uh, the protected list was and, you know, the next, like, 72 hours or how intense it was. But they've done, like, hundreds of mock drafts before and after they got the life of you know, yeah, Exactly. And uh, so no doubt it... They know everything about all the players. Well, Seattle's prepared. Really? First pick is awesome. Jeremy Lazon is your first pick. On the Boston Bruins. Jim, we know all about him, huh? We do, and I'll tell you, you know, he had he's a rookie last year. He had some, some rookie mistakes, there's no doubt. Early on in the season, he was pretty good, uh, but he really surprised a lot of people when he dropped the gloves. Uh, everybody was like, whoa, he's a lot tougher than you think. So I, I had him going. I, I, I know the Bruins weren't happy about having to lose him. I know that. So that's a good choice. There, went, there was some rumors of Connor Clifton. Yeah. Uh, some pundits saw Jacob Squirrel. Yeah. Even, even Nick Ritchie, who's a veteran, there was, right. there was some thought. But uh, Lazan was, uh, you know, certainly talked about. So not, not a big surprise there. No, I, and I think he'll really develop for sure. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. But in case you haven't noticed it, Chris and me are huge Bruins fans going way back. So it's, yeah, we have, to, we have uh, just you have to accept that. It's, Coming out. Oh, man. Got to meet Lenny recently. Very, very nice man. The one thing that jumps out about me about Jeremy Lazan is his penalty killing. He was one of the top penalty killers by percentage. I ran a list. He was the top five penalty killer in the NHL last year. Bingo, we got a great penalty killer. Loot, I was impressed with your list, by the way. I saw it. It was good. What kind of list? Your, one that I was always your wrong analytics, on. Your, your analytics list. I was impressed. I've been taking a lot of heat on Facebook for being wrong. But, I mean, today we're all going to be right because we're watching the picks and then we can talk about them going forward. No more guessing. Yeah. Jimmy Lazan is uh, 24 years old from Quebec. Yeah, look at his, look at his size. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, six feet. 200-pound defenseman. Who can skate and, and kill penalty. All right, here comes the second still. pick from Lane Wilkins. Buffalo Sabres. Here we go. Oh. Seattle Kraken select Will Warren. Yeah, fuck the Sabres. Yeah. Right. right. Minnesota college kid, Will Borgen. The second pick. Yeah, he, was, he was on the uh, rumored list, Will Borgen. Sorry, so wait, where, did you say, where did, you, uh, did you say he's from, Luke? He's a Minnesota college college graduate, Will Borgen. Came from the Buffalo St. Sabres. St. Cloud State. Uh, right shooting defenseman. Likes, uh, likes the physical game. St. Cloud State. State. Yeah, that's right. My, everybody, let's see. My dad grew up in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Our second pick, Will Borgen, is from Moorhead, Minnesota. It's a sister city of Fargo, North Dakota. 
Will Bargan went to St. Cloud State nearby. That's where my dad grew up watching Willie Mays play junior base, uh, farm club baseball back in the 50s. My dad will love this pick on the St. Cloud State and the Buffalo Sabres. Yeah, he's only had 14 games in the NHL so far, but uh, great prospect, great numbers in Rochester in the AHL. So, uh, Will Borgen's 24 years old. Oh, another defenseman. How are we going to think about Shoots right. Shalowski from Detroit. Anna Shalowski, a BC kid. This kid was on uh, a lot of uh, mock drafts. Was not was not on the uh, not on the uh, rumored roster this morning. But he's got a beauty wrister, eh? Left defenseman from Langley, BC. Also played at St. Cloud State a couple of years ago. Went through the Portland Winterhawks and Juniors. Yep. Detroit didn't have a lot to pick from, so a great pick on defense. Yeah, 23 contract. years. Yeah, because you had to say Detroit. Who are you going to pick from oh, that team? That, that that is, but you figured it would be a young young. Prospect. There were choices from Detroit. Franz I, Nielsen. A whole bunch of I struggled with my choices from Detroit, believe it or not. Yeah, but how it really did. The ones, you know, which ones did you really, did we really want? And I think a young guy prospect... National TV and NHL Network from the Angry Beaver where we're doing this live webcast. The fans are going nuts. It's fun. It's packed here. Thanks to our owner, Tim Pipe, for bringing us here. Absolutely. Big thanks to Tim. We'll get Tim on the... You know, I have a shout-out to my brother Andy up in Canada. When Dennis Chalowski was drafted, he wanted the Winnipeg Jets to take this kid. He's now a Seattle Kraken. So I got a little bit of rubbing the, into my brother's He's always liked Dennis Chalowski out of the BC League and Portland Winterhawk grad. Nice pick. Left defense. Absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah, he's, um, yeah, some interesting picks so far. And uh, they put on a nice little show. We're on the commercial break right now. Um, this side of the Angry Beaver got on uh, KIRO TV earlier. And uh, on the other side, uh, they ended up uh, getting on ESPN. They, they must have a camera crew on the other side. Actually, holy crap. Yeah. You know, the fans that are here today. Cameras outside. Yeah, they're all over the place. The, the fans kept this place alive the last couple of years during COVID. Um, with regulations in Seattle, this place almost closed. The fans got together and helped keep it going. Here we are today at the Avery Beaver, and everyone's just having a great time. Well, that's true. I mean, yeah, Tim has gone through a yeah. lot. I mean, there was an explosion across the street yep. years ago. There was a big empty lot there. Did damage to this building. Um, he's, he's, he's been robbed. I mean, he's put so much... I mean, he's established this... I, Nine years ago, almost, almost up to the ten-year anniversary, I think. I yeah. believe it's in the fall this coming year. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And uh, yeah, it's just amazing how hard he's had to work. So we'll try to get him on uh, on Mike a little, a little while. Tim is an old Toronto Maple Leafs fan. Went down to Boston to do music. Met Chris Porter, our host of this podcast show. Yeah. Came out to Seattle and started this hockey bar. We're here today live from AngryBeaverSeattle.com. Yeah, no, that small world. I knew Tim back uh, 1990, and yeah, it's amazing. Angry Beaver's our first sponsor of the podcast. We yes. love this place. That's another reason why we're not just saying that because we're here. They are our prime kind sponsor, and uh, we're very, very appreciative of all the Tim. We'll accept a few other businesses that want to come our way. Oh yes, absolutely. Yes, and we'll be having a. Uh, 
Patreon page. We'll, we'll be doing the fundraising soon. Also, if you guys want are watching us live on YouTube right now, make sure you click like and subscribe on YouTube there so you can follow any other live broadcasts that we do in the future here. Absolutely. That's We've got Dan from Elibi Pictures here with a setup and Jay Middleton doing our uh, editing and uh, helping us out today. These guys are making us professionals. Absolutely. We're just a we're bunch not, of fans. not do it without them. Absolutely. Amen. And we are not they drinking are awesome. beer till later. Also, just to piggyback on what Jay said, uh, yes, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, follow us on Twitter. We've got a relatively new Twitter page, uh, Kraken Fancast, or at Cast Kraken. Uh, we've got a new Instagram page, but we have a uh, very followed Facebook page, Kraken Fancast. Uh, and uh, we also, also uh, Luke, you also run uh, Seattle. Let's give a plug to our Fan Facebook Hub. group, Kraken Fan Hub. 11,000 fans before we drop the puck. We've got fans of Germany, Sweden, England, a few in Australia. We've got people up in Canada. We've got a guy in Nome, Alaska listening to our podcast. So wherever you are, shout out to us. Send us a question. We're going to have some contests. In fact, uh, we had a contest that's running right now. Uh, pick the team. We're going to give the book away after tomorrow on the FanCast Facebook page. Amen. Okay, they are back from the break. Fowler and Moore, they're talking. Without they'll bring in another guest. It looked like the next person or the next team that they were talking about was going to be Florida. Florida. All right. Well, so we, know who that we is. much know who that is. And that was Chris's big go-to all year. I, I had to hear a lot of that, but you know what? Already our number one player. Most fans can't figure it out. Number 60, Chris Drieger, Winnipeg kid, comes to Seattle. Big standing all for him at the park. Hey, Chris, come over to the Angry Beaver after the Gasworks party and we'll buy you a beer. There's your first look at the jersey right there. Yes, that's true. That is the first official look. It is a beautiful jersey. I heard they're going to be bringing both of them here today, white, home and away. So here we go. Okay, that's what I heard. Could be now, wrong. Now, my feelings on Chris, now, uh, Jim, you and I do fantasy hockey and everything. Yeah, so that really kind of, that's always actually a great exercise. I try to win Perfect. it by getting, getting to know players from all the teams. I had Chris for a good chunk of my uh, year because uh, Sergei Bobrovsky was a starting goalie in Florida. It hurt for a while. Dredger was playing a lot more. They've got a, and I'm forgetting the other goalie's uh, name, but a young prospect there that they're really bringing up. And Bobrovsky, obviously, is spending a lot of money on him, and he's a fine goalie. So, right. it, in a way, Dredger is kind of the odd man out, but that doesn't mean he's not worthy of being a starting goal. Here's a great story. Chris started out with the Tri-City Americans in oh, 2010. WHL. Same team as Carey Price. A little bit cheaper, a little bit younger. Yes, a little cheaper. For all you kids listening, never give up on your hockey dream. Chris played in the Eastern Coast League for the Elmira Jackets, not even, or the Jackals, not even sure where that is. Our next pick, defenseman Kale Fleury from the Montreal Canadiens. Kale's a very young guy. He's, he hasn't had much, uh, a few games experience with the Canadians, if I remember correctly. His brother, his brother is also uh, playing and may actually even get drafted. Who knows? So all the Carey Price rumors are uh, out the window. We took a young defenseman, 6'1", 213 from the Montreal Canadiens. He played in Kootenay with the Western Hockey League. 
he knows BC and the, the Seattle area. Laval, Laval Rocky. He's been mostly in the AHL recently. He played 41 games, not this season, actually the season before. Um, so you know, he's a prospect. He's, he's could, could start it, you know, in the And he's uh, a right-handed now. defenseman. That's tough to find. Yep. We're taking right-handed defenseman today, which is very smart on Ron Francis. And you'll see it get smarter throughout the day. <laughs> I think he has a brother. He does. Playing, he does. Uh, for Anaheim. So we'll yeah. talk about Flurry brothers together, maybe. We'll see. Stay tuned. That's uh, another physical defenseman, by the way. I, I see a nice pattern of big size, physical D, um, really, really solid selections. There. 22 years old, too, is nice to have a young uh, prospect for the next 10 to 15 years in our organization. Is that Danny Bonaduce? We're bringing out the celebrities here no. today. Mike, who is it? No. Who is it, Zach? Is it? Who is it? It's Danny. No, that's too much. That's Macklemore, isn't it? Yeah, that's Macklemore. Macklemore. Yes. <laughs> you thought Danny Bonaducci was Macklemore. Oh, that's awesome, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start calling there him that. nothing more noticeable of Mackie Bonaduce <laughs> saying that Macklemore looked like Danny Bonaduce. Really I'm so like glad him, this is being recorded. Hey, we know uh, <laughs> hockey players better than uh, musicians. Fired up from the Ottawa Senators, the Seattle Kraken select Joey Decor. Boston boy. Joey Decor. Um, 24 years old, young goalie. Joey, um, he's, you know, he's been, he hasn't played much. He's, he's been mostly in uh, Bellevue Senators AHL. He had eight games with Ottawa this year. Here's an interesting story. Arizona State University started hockey a few years ago in the mid-2015 area. He's probably the first Arizona State University goalie to break into the no, NHL. No. And yep. here he is in 2021. Playing for Ottawa, moving up fast in the NHL race. Young guy, 24 years old from Boston. Good contract, 725k a year right now. Love those contracts. Here's another one. It's Tampa Bay. Yes. Two-time Stanley Cup winner. This one has been on 90% of the mock drafts. I've been hoping for him. I mean, there are other good Tampa players, no doubt, but this, this seems like a really perfect fit. Although that could be less. He was the most energy at the parade after 29 years old. From Quebec. My size. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and he was not drafted. He was a tryout player out of the Quebec League. Four years in Victoriaville. Made yep. his way up to the Worcester Sharks. How do you say Worcester? Worcester. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> not Worcester like the nope. stuff you put on your steak. Uh, okay. Wista. Wista. Wista sauce. Yanni Gord. Wista Sharks. Yanni Gord signed for four years. He's probably a key piece to our team today. I We're going to build so. around this guy. So we're talking a little more here. Uh, they're going at a pretty decent clip on this. It is. I, I don't think. I don't think this is certainly not going two hours. You know, a lot of people wanted Tyler Johnson. He grew up in Spokane. His mom taught him how to power skate. Okay, we're doing a let's, little. Let's bring Nate in for the for a rotation here yes. on a couple of these picks. Absolutely, Nate. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, well, we, uh, we're live. It's okay. We're live. We're live, guys. <laughs> I know. Good old oh, here we go. We got Kevin Weeks at uh, at the fish guys, the fish throwers at uh, Pike Place Market. You know, the fishmonger. But this is Toronto. Rumors for a while were Alexander Kerfoot, but we've been uh, hearing more lately. Jared McCann. Jared McCann. It is. Recently traded from Pittsburgh to Toronto. I think it's maybe he's a little younger than Kirkwood, if I remember correctly. And uh, yeah, I believe what you're younger. Might even salary-wise, I don't have that in front of me, but I think might even. He's a center and a wing. Very good uh, young player. Apparently, Toronto wanted him. They traded for him last Saturday. So we just took uh, Jared McCann off of the Toronto Maple Leafs roster. Yeah, he never, played, never, never, never played a game for the Leafs. He, three years with the Pittsburgh. Uh, three years previously with the Florida Panthers. Never played a game with the Leafs, huh? No, no. He just was traded just uh, two, two, three weeks ago. Two weeks ago, really? Even. I think Jared McCann is saved. He doesn't have to go to Toronto. He comes to Seattle. We're all happy. <laughs> Jared McCann's a very good penalty killer face-off guy, too. Very important to the third and fourth line role. Looks like we have Gord at center and uh, McCann, maybe second-line center right now. Well, we've got, yeah. They were pretty quick to uh, pick a couple of goalies, huh? That was, yeah. It's interesting what, what the uh, rhyme or reason is for the, uh, the picks, but, yeah, we got... So there was also a little thing because they they're not there's talk about them picking three, but that's not the rule. They could pick more. They used to pick four eight. Yeah. Braden Holpe's still sitting out there from Vancouver. We'll see if they go for a veteran or another young goalie. To say this live draft on TV is far better than Vegas pulled off, so we're already in. Oh, oh my god, yeah, Vegas is, did nothing like that. Yeah, they're throwing, they're throwing fish. Yes! Success, the fish is caught by a fan in the crowd. No, that's JT Brown. That's JT Brown, yeah, that's our uh, he's our new TV analyst. TV analyst, uh, John Forslund. JT Brown just retired at 31 years old to become a media TV voice for the Kraken. Great move at an age where his hockey career was ending. Brings a voice from the dressing room and a lot of great stories the last 5, 10 years in hockey. So you don't want a 60-year-old TV analyst. You want a 30-year-old guy that's played the game last week. And uh, he apparently plays a lot of um, e-games. He's big on it. Um, what's the word? Twitch. Twitch. He's Xbox. On Twitch. NHL 21. So I think the young fans are going to love our TV uh, analyst as well, which is great for Seattle. Commercial break right now. What do you think so far? Well, I'm I'm pleased. So you know, we uh, I'm glad we get to see one absolute 
surprise Chalowski because yeah. Detroit we didn't know about. The others, you know, the, the rumors over the last few hours, they are coming through, so it is what it is. But uh, I'm pleased. Uh, a lot of young, young guys who I think show some you know, good promise, at least, you know, their AHL numbers are strong. Are you seeing a pattern of how we're trying to build yet? Right now, well, from what we've got, you know, it's hard to say. I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'll answer that question kind of what we're surmising what should be the next ones and what we've seen so far. We're taking some good young defensemen already. Yeah, very smart. Under 25. Yeah, very, yeah young defensive. Yeah. And um, one could say that's really great you know, big picture thinking. Maybe they're not going to be, you know, Huge impacts right away right. in the long run. Uh, I mean, I you know I, I feel like Jeremy was on. I did get to watch a lot, you know, as a Bruin. Yeah. And I didn't quite get a buy. I he's okay. I was like, okay, give this guy a try. But you know, I, I've been that way with a lot of you know players like Matt Grizzlick, who was one of the top defensemen on that team. I'll admit, I'm still down on him. At first. I'm like, nah, I don't know. Maybe I give this guy a chance. Glad that you shut me up the next season, though. He just, you know, came through. You guys just got to get out and play and play at exactly. a high level. Yeah. Charlie McAvoy, who I knew would be good right away, he's through the roof. So, I mean, again, just getting these guys experience, and they're going to get it here in Seattle. Yeah, yeah, keeping these young guys, uh, I like it because, you know, there's a, obviously a greater chance they'll stay longer, get a little season, and... Uh, with them just coming into the league, you know, one, two, you know, four years, you know, something like that, they're all going to mesh well because they're all trying to get somewhere, and here they are. Oh, yeah, a big, big chance because they're not backups. They're going to be, you know, third, second-line guys, even maybe, you know, even some first-line guys that we make, you know, we, we hear some uh, rumors of um, the... Uh, uh, Veneers from, uh, from Michigan might maybe be rumored as the second to pick yeah. for the amateur draft. And that's and in two days on Friday. Uh, Round one will be Friday. Well, I don't know night. if he'll be the pick. I kind of hope he is. I could see him jumping into the league pretty quickly. You know, there's a lot of uh, young contracts that we're taking as far as the team, Nathan. Uh, a couple of these defensemen have are one year left or RFAs, so we'll be fighting for contracts. They don't have a job handed to them, like a veteran defenseman coming in with a three or four year yeah. contract. Doesn't look like we'll have a lot of dead weight. No, and I think, you know, if everybody just does their job, plays well, stays focused, there's going to be moves that's going to be made. There's going to be a lot of moves within the next couple of months. But Got another pick in. We're coming back live here, folks. Yeah, no, right, yeah the one name. Can't get too married to, to the whole roster right yet. The one name that Nathan threw out last week or two was uh, Nino Niederreiter. He's available from Carolina. We'll I'm see hoping if he for comes. Him. My wife Nino. really wants to Is that have right? him in Seattle, I think. He's from Switzerland. Quite a story. Played for the Portland Winterhawks. I think she just likes saying his name. You know, Niederreiter. <laughs> he, he was on a lot of mock drafts, including mine. Uh, not the rumored pick uh, that we've been seeing uh, earlier today. But, you know, but we, we have a shot at Jake Bean, a young defenseman, or Nino Niederreiter with a $5 million contract. So. Yeah, they're not, they're not spending a ton of money yet. It's tricky picking 30 players and you got to be at least 50 million but under 80 million. So it's a tough job for the management of the Kraken to 
start out. pretty cool what we're seeing on TV there uh, with the, the young ladies from the Washington Wild. Oh, okay, we've got Morgan Geeky. Here we go, just speaking of Carolina. Speaking of Carolina, forward Morgan Geeky, our next pick. Morgan Geeky from Amateur. and some of the pundits. Um, uh, he sure looked good in the playoffs. Uh, that's important. Good in the playoffs, that's, that's definitely important. I believe that he scored in his first game. Might have been two goals. He made a nice impression right away. 36 games, three goals, six assists during the regular season. Playoffs, uh, three go- yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, no, no goals on the uh, playoffs, but uh, did play three games. I and another kid who them. played for the Tri-City Americans in Kennewick. Yeah, so we didn't take Kerry Price in there, but we got a couple other Tri Cities. Definitely some Northwest ties here. Next pick coming in, LeBron. Ah, Gavin Bayrefer. This guy, no one knows a lot about. New Hampshire, New England guy. Columbus uh, Blue Jackets. Yeah. Uh, so we didn't go with Max Domi. We went with very young defense. Uh, yeah, and a lot of people were expecting. Uh, Max, but uh, Gavin, uh, yeah, has, does not have much uh, experience. We're, like, we're getting some guys with not a ton of, of experience in the NHL. Cleveland Monsters, 14 years uh, Thought to be a really great young prospect. He's another player out of the ESOC, St. Lawrence University, 2013. Now we're seeing uh, Kevin Weeks back at Pike Place Market. Getting, uh, getting a lot of scenery of, uh, from Seattle in this. He's going to see the Fremont Troll later or something. Yes, yes, let's do that. Yeah, Nathan, you grew up in Seattle. Tell us about the Pike Market. Well, I I grew up south in Tacoma, born and raised, but uh been to the Pike Place Market a bunch of times. And uh, it's great to, you know, it's, very tricky. Uh, doing a little shopping. There you go, Nathan. And they wrapped uh, up a little handbag, and there's Nathan Bastion. So Nathan um, from the Jersey Devils. Uh, Came up and down for the AHL and, and NHL. That's 48 games uh, NHL experience. New Jersey did not. New Jersey didn't offer a lot of. So no, that was, was on be most markets. There wasn't anything that very obvious in New Jersey. 23-year-old from Illinois. A lot, a lot of young guys there. Yeah. Uh, to finish answering your question, I've uh, been there a lot of times. You know, the Pike Place Market's really cool. It's anywhere I go, even if it's a day trip or a weekend trip or a week-long trip, I like to eat. Everybody that knows me knows that I love to eat. <laughs> well, plenty of opportunity there. And, of course, you know, they've got the, uh, across the street, they've got the very first Starbucks. That's right. That's it. I'm, I'm wondering if that'll be some place that they'll uh, end up making a pick. That's kind of a little yeah. photo op. Seattle Storm making the next pick. And so do we go for Kiefer Bellows, Brian Bellows' kid, or do we go for a veteran like Everly? New York Islanders. They're going to take Everly? I think so. Jordan Everly, I thought so. There you go, Nathan. He was on my pick before. And I think they're going to take Everly. Another Saskatchewan. Oh, yeah. He's here. He's there for three What number is he wearing on his jersey? 
is like seven. Something with us in Number seven. I'm getting an Eberly jersey now. And the white jersey. Well, Jordan's had a long career. He was an Edmonton Oiler early on. He's bounced around a little bit. Uh, always a very solid, consistent player. I think yeah. it's an X because they need some veterans. This is great. We just this might be my top three favorite pick so far. He'll be a top liner. He's making seven million dollars a year. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. 31 years old. He's got six, seven years. He's not going to have to jock for position or nothing like that. He's, he's definitely a line one player. We could, yeah, we see him be a captain. I surprised me. Yeah, so we're taking some Prairie boys. We got a couple boys from Manitoba now, Everly and uh, Flurry from Saskatchewan. A few BC boys. Not a lot of Europeans. Yeah, a lot of Canada, oh, yeah. well represented here, a few U.S. I mean, it's tough to, the Russian players are talented, but they're, they're hard to keep in the league. A lot of them go back to KHL. And so staying away from some of those European contracts. Can we talk about the elephant in the room? How amazing those jerseys look? Yeah. yeah. Good the God. They really are. That's where a lot of us have said, yeah. White jersey looks awesome live. The white jersey looks amazing. All right, what do we got? What do we got? Kraken have rolled out everything about this team so well. This guy looks like a young Andre Agassi. <laughs> He's got better hair, though. Who is this? I have no idea. He's got long rock and roll hair. Brad Evans from Seattle Seattle Sounders soccer player. I I, I don't watch enough soccer, so I had no idea, and I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for that. I know. I think the ladies will like this guy. Oh, he's not even coming here. He's just announcing the pick. What am I talking about? We have Brad Evans from Sounders. I get a little fool because he's wearing a hat. I never see him, and he's got pretty long hair. I didn't, first time I recall watching Sounders see him, I remember him long hair. God, I miss having hair. <laughs> you had it, but you cut it all off. I think it just went down the drain. Just it's like great my, to see uh, so many of the other uh, sports figures in town. Super. It's amazing compared to the Vegas draft. That was boring. The owner and the GM going back and forth inside an arena. Colin Blackwell from New York. Hey! There we go. Fabulous pick. $750,000 contract. Played for the World Championship Canadian team. Or, pardon me, the U.S. team. That solves the mystery. This, yep. guy, this guy is Harvard, talented. From Lawrence, Massachusetts, just up the road from Woolen, Massachusetts, where I grew up. Uh, Harvard University grad. Uh, started with Nashville. Well, actually, was drafted by the Sharks. Ended up as a Nashville Predator and spent one season with the Rangers. A pretty solid one. 47 games, uh, 12 goals, 10 assists. And, um, you know, um, I could see him sticking with the team. Could be a trade, but I think that's a good solid pick. Looks like he'll be fighting for second line center position with uh, Jared McCann. Yeah, did Yanni Gord at top Did he spot finish maybe. his uh, first year with the Sharks? Who, uh, oh, no, he did not. No, he didn't. Uh, he only played with uh, San Jose Barracuda uh, AHL. Okay. So he yeah, never, yeah. Yeah, never played, just in the organization. Right. And um, I don't remember how he ended up. Uh, 
for some of these guys, uh, if hockey doesn't work out, there are a lot of Harvard grads. I'm, impre- I'm impressed. Hockey DB right already. They've been putting down. But they spell Seattle Kraken wrong. Hockey DB said, claim the expansion record. Seattle Kraken. Somebody at Hockey DB has to figure out how to spell Kraken. <laughs> Not with three Ks, just two Ks. That's a big effing mistake on their part. All right, well, we've got uh, more uh, commercial breaks here. Commercial by Upper Deck Hockey. Don't forget to buy your hockey cards, kids. Well, that's great. We've seen, we've seen uh, two players here. I suspect there are probably another one or two in town right now. Uh, so far, we've had Chris Drieger and Jordan Everly show up yep. live with the Kraken jerseys. Great, looking yeah. great. Um, so we've got... Honestly, I've lost track of the numbers here. It's hard to keep track of the order. Maybe about a third of the team picked so far. Um, and we're only at 5.41, so... I was talking to a few Ranger fans last week, and they said we'd be uh, ridiculous to take Julian Gauthier. The, the smart pick was Colin Blackwell oh, from Rangers, the fans. The people that watched the Rangers said Blackwell was the pick. That's, we got him. Yeah, that's, I fully agree. Shout out to Sean Hanyi, uh, AMC stockholder buddy on Facebook. We got Colin Blackwell. Let's, um, actually, while we're on a commercial break, let's get some uh, guests in um, a little bit. Uh, I was gonna say, we have uh, some old fans. Yeah, uh, Paul, you want to join us? And um, we just, yeah, just wait. We're going to quick here. So we have a longtime fan, friend of our uh, from the podcast here, Paul Brownlow. Paul, uh, like Jim, Jim, Paul and Jim, uh, have been you know playing hockey for many many years. And uh, what, um, Jim? Do you want to get in on this? I forgot. Yeah, we'll get Jim. Jim, share a microphone. Share a microphone. Well, I just you guys go way back. Don't worry about it. All right. I just wanted to. Uh, just because you guys have such history together. So yeah, Paul, yeah. Paul, you've been a what, lifelong Canucks fan. Oh, well, it, it actually started out as a Bruins fan with my, my with my buddy Jim here, and I know you appreciate this because I I remember watching the goal, the Bobby Orr goal, and uh, it's when I started skating, nine years old or whatever, and we started playing hockey together. Uh, I'm not going to quote the year because you should look it up. Actually, it was before before the goal, I think. It but, was definitely we were at, okay. Yeah, but somewhere around there. But uh, the Canucks entered the league, and, and I started. Actually, I wanted to go see. I went and saw Wayne Gretzky play, which I had, which everybody should have. Uh, and uh, somehow I ended up going to too many Canucks Canucks games and ended up with season tickets. So. Yeah, you've been a season ticket holder for a long time. You're gonna keep, and you're a season ticket holder right here from the Seattle Kraken. So you're gonna well, you're gonna go both teams. Well, my wife is making it really clear that she was the one who got in and got our priority number of number 19. She did. That's so so um, so she's the season ticket member for for the Kraken, and I'm thankfully married to a Kraken season ticket member, and I have I still keep my Canucks tickets because we gotta have a little bit of that that tension in the household. Okay. You know, right? All right. So so we. <laughs> If at a Kraken Canucks game, we may see one of you in a Kraken jersey and the other in a Canucks jersey. Yeah, unless the, the opener were both were good. Because that's a conundrum of like what old fans of a, you know, longtime fans of another team, what are they going to do? Because, I mean, so many of us here, you know, followed other teams and what are we going to do? Some are going to keep uh, keep the same, 
2017. Some are dumping the team for Seattle, and some, like me, are going to be looking, you know, like the picture of neutrality when uh, both teams are playing. So uh, who knows? We'll talk to some other people about that, too. We've got another pick coming up. I'm liking what we're seeing so far, though. We've, we've, oh, yeah. yeah. Are you pleased? A lot of young guys. I mean, Everly, maybe the oldest, maybe. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, Giordano. Right? Martin. We don't know. Oh, yet. well. Oh, technically. That's the rumor, right? That's the rumor. <laughs> and also, we have to know, you know whether these guys are going to stay on the team. They're also... If yeah. Giordano ends up there, there are rumors of him being traded. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, we're going to have our first... Super excited about Everly. Basement. I am as well. I think that was the one I really, really wanted. Oh, well, Everly was one of those that escaped Edmonton, too, from way back. Yes, Beverly. Yes. Yeah, he was in, uh, I remember, the Oil Change, that old documentary with the team. Well, yeah, yeah, one of those... Taylor first, Hall. Yeah, yeah. Well, Taylor all Hall. those first, first overall picks that... that couldn't do anything at Edmonton. And, yeah. and I was just telling Paul, I mean, the guy has a beautiful highlight reel of goals, and he still has one of the most gorgeous goals ever scored, you know, where he's going down on his back, back. Oh, Paul. Paul, 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 Paul all right, all right, Paul Buxton. All right, yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Way to go. Well, you know, we did, you know he's, a, he's a super it, NHL fan we all know well. Carson. 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 So we have three year old from Alberta. What we're seeing here is a lot of youth. Big you know? time youth. This guy right. only had two parts of two NHL seasons. Forward, 6-2-198. Um, he was rumored this morning. I thought I thought they might go for Van Riemsdyke earlier, but you know, want to spend the money and want to keep you. Well, I think part of it is is that I mean you have to build depth, right? Because you, you can. There's 23 on the roster, but 50 you can have 50 contracts, so you need to fill up your minor league team. You need to have you need to make sure that you can be, have some guys who are waiver exempt. You can bring up and down, and and I think they save save money for um, for good acquisitions in the free agent market, which is opening up. Yep. Right? And that doesn't cost you as much, right, from a pick standpoint. Yep. Here's Cammy. Oh, yes, the Kraken crack Scout. This female pro scout in the NHL level. Part of the Kraken organization along with Mark Francis. Yeah, we, we had a chance to meet her at one of the events that they had down at the uh, center. And two, you know, the ones that we would go to. Um, and and she's super sharp. She's really great to have on that. Absolutely. She gets to uh, make the next pick. Fowler is doing a little interviewing with her for a while, which is good. I'm glad she's getting some camera time. So we... Um, to have noticed, like you said, Chris, is that there's a lot of youth that we're seeing here, and we're not, we're, um, I, I, you know, I think when I look at it, you're really building out that depth and building out your third and fourth line. Here we go. Who's coming up? All right. Oh, we've got Brandon, or no, uh, Tanner. Tanner. Brandon Tanner. Brandon Tanner. What, you know, he, he has more teeth than his brother Chris, and that's how I can tell the difference. But, you know. Absolutely, yeah. He's going to look good. He's going to look good. Yeah. 
that, that's oh, another good. That's three a, players uh, at, at the big. He's uh, going to be a fan favorite. He, he's going to. He is. It's it's going to be. Uh, you know, he's he's an exciting player to watch. He's got good, good speed, and he's got and he and he works super hard. Providence College. It's going to be a lot of jerseys. So he's been with Pittsburgh the last two years. Yeah, pick for a while. Luke, you, this is a guy you you walk with, Brandon Tanner. Boy, Pittsburgh sure lost out on this whole ordeal, didn't they? Yeah, there's there's some they did, penguin they there's some penguin parts yeah. here, and and, and and a real reasonable cap hit of only three and a half million dollars for, and he can be probably you know he's definitely in the top six. Well, good and Brandon talk for quite a while. Here. Yeah, six and feet. plays plays in the wing. Toronto, but more Canada. Photo. Pretty stricken there. <laughs> the memes are coming. I, I think that that was because his, his, his brother Christopher was uh, coming after him right there. He shot him. He's like, I have to play for Pittsburgh? He's smiling. He looks, he looks, he looks, he looks, he looks happier in person now than he does in that photo. Well, again, he was, you know, playing for Pittsburgh and, and, and as Bruins, you know, kind of. Yeah, I won't, I, won't, I won't argue with you on that one. All <laughs> right. It's That's great to see. It is packed down there. They have over 3,000 people down at Gasworks, from what I understand. Just in the main part. Yeah. That's so good. So we have another guest we're, we're going to bring up in a little bit. And we're going to wait. Yeah. So I want to bring in some other fans, longtime fans and everything. So. All right, Vitek Vanacek. Yeah. Washington Capitals. Go tender. This is a pick I was really hoping for. Many were. He's, uh, I, I think, you know, after that, uh, one of the Bruins uh, Capitals uh, playoff games, uh, Alexander Ovechkin was wishing he was in the goal after yelling at Samson off. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's why he called, called out. So he's probably happy to come here to Seattle and, yeah. and, and, and uh, shut, shut down Ovi. Vitek is uh, 25 years old, um, a lot of years in the AHL, uh, last two seasons with the Caps. Uh, yeah, he's from, from uh, I, I, I don't know if I can say this, Havlicu, Czech Republic. I think he's our, one of our first uh, European players. Yeah. All right, we have... Uh, okay. Dra drafted in the second round, 39. So here we are on a commercial break. I want to bring my dear friend... Michelle DeMurray Shavitz. Michelle and I know each other from the music event business. Uh, you're on the board of Folk Life, Northwest yeah. Folk Life Fest, and you also produce a festival in Canada. I do. It's coming up this weekend. Mission Folk Life. And the name is. Tell us about. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about. Folk Life. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to do a big shout out to all of our Latsy brothers and sisters. Great, great job. Yes. Absolutely. So, Michelle, you've been a long-time hockey fan since age one. My first hockey memory was when I was three years old and I was listening to my grandpa Felix listen to the Montreal Canadiens on Hockey Night in Canada in French on the CBC. That is my very first hockey memory. So, go way back. And so this is something, you know, I, I, I've talked a little bit about Paul and other people. Of like, you know, there are so many long-time NHL fans, so we were fans of other teams. What do you do now? You're, you're, I think you're a season ticket holder for the Kraken as well. We are. Section 212 represent. Oh, oh excellent. How are you going to handle when the Habs come to town? 
That is a good question. And I, I've been asked that a lot because I'm a Habs fan. I grew up in Vancouver. Now I'm here in Seattle. And I'm going to approach it like it's a polyamorous kind of relationship here. Polyam- <laughs> hockey polyamory. We're in a liberal town here in Seattle, right? so we're all right. I mean, truthfully, um, my, my, my heart is in Montreal, but my home is in Seattle. So I think that you can you can really support both teams. So you're one of those that are uh, going, yelling, go Habs, go, when I'm in Vancouver. 100%. Allez, les gars. Le boum! Le premier étoile pour ce soir. Carey Price. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah we're, we're, did you think it was, it was much of a chance that they were going to pick Price? And what were you going through your mind there, being, you know, being a Habs fan in this Carey Price chat? Well, I love Gary Price, and I love his connection to Washington State with his wife. I was, uh, not going to lie, I was trolling her Instagram, and she teased a lot of people with the fact that they're down here in Washington State this weekend. She did. So she knew what she was doing. She knew what she was doing. Um, you know, I mean, I, we just can't afford it, right? It just doesn't work, it doesn't work mathematically. I'm not going to lie, though. I had fingers and toes crossed. I might have said a little Hail Mary, like... Getting that Kerry Price Seattle jersey. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> would have been fantastic. And then, and then we would have been in a cap hell like Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, we were like, yeah, thank you, Price. <laughs> right, right. You know, <laughs> it was a wise decision, even though it kind of broke my heart. It is mood at this time, absolutely. So, what are you thinking of the trap so far? I'm thinking I could be a lot of these guys' mothers. <laughs> <laughs> One way to look at it, yes. yeah. Dad, too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's a very young team so far, except in Jordan Everly. Although we may get some older, older players in a little bit. Another pick is coming here. I'm assuming they're going next alphabetically to Vancouver, but we they have a choice here. October 23rd is going to be the home opener here. October 23rd is what they just said on there. Oh, okay. October 23rd. Mark your calendars. I got to We're sending this out right now. Um, uh, that's a Sunday. Oh, no, it's Saturday. Saturday. September 26th is the first exhibition game. I am not. If somebody sucks, it sounds like to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to talk about Brandon Tata. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, anyway, Paul, you're next. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'm the yeah, musical yeah. cheers. Michelle, you can stick around. Yeah, you can stick around. Oh, yeah, you're out. Okay, Michelle's out. Michelle, thank you for joining us. Great to see you. I want to come back and talk about hockey music. Yeah, yes. hockey music. Yes. And more than just the Zamboni song. <laughs> Chelios here. I got to tell a story about Brandon Tanev. All right, so let's, let's, uh, let's wait till they do this next picture. It looks like the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, here we are. With, with all the uh, construction crew. Oh, there he goes. The construction guys at the arena. Yeah, they just said that they're at 90% right now. Tyler Pitlick. Tyler Pitlick. 
Arizona. We'll have to bring Nathan in. He was looking for uh, Tyler Pitlick, and we'll bring him back. And so I'm we'll making forward from the Arizona Coyotes. Rumored this year, this month, this morning rather. I was kind of hoping for Mike Bunting earlier. But, uh, so I get great six two, two hundred pounds. Minneapolis, another American player. A lot of mostly American. And uh, Canadian players. This is an interesting one because he's 30 years old this year. Career American Hockey Leaguer almost, I don't know, a few years in the NHL, but maybe we trade him or just took the contract. So you're excited about Tanev. Brandon Tanev, here's the story. I grew up in Winnipeg with the Jets. Brandon Tanev was a undrafted player. He like was, his brother Chris. He was late in hockey. His brother told him to start playing hockey to get a college uh, scholarship at 19. Tana brings energy. Yeah, you, I saw a big grin on your face. I, I played with that too. And more parts of Pittsburgh, not Pittsburgh Penguin parts. <laughs> you know. Brandon Tana's got a pretty good contract. Uh, uh, Pittsburgh stole. I think uh, they need to get Sean Kemp uh, a bigger shirt. Uh, uh, I think they went triple extra large on that yeah, one. Probably, yeah, so. he, is, he is a tall, big man. Uh, we know what Pittsburgh yeah, Actually, he owns a. Uh, Marijuana shop, uh, just Belltown section, right, right by, right by uh, section, probably yeah. what, nineteen? <laughs> right, well, yeah, that, yeah. Is it marijuana or is it CBD? <laughs> Both. <laughs> it's good for pain management. Absolutely. Gary Payton, uh, NBA legend. Do you think Sean Kemp can still like slam that they, ball? It looks like they both got dunk kicks that they're gonna make. Both, both of these guys up here are uh, in the marijuana business. Oh, Peyton is, well. is too, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. But it's, um, it's this TV world. over here has uh, captions on it. So when they were talking to the people in the stadium there, they asked them what percentage they're at right now. They're at 90% completion. Okay. So the they reading. will be ready by October 23rd for the opening home game. Yeah, yeah, that's although it, that's although it means they're probably going to be starting uh, on the road for the first few Yeah, games. they will. Yeah, definitely. Surprised at the Arizona pick with uh, Tyler Pitlick, center, another center. We got about four or five of those center rights right now, which is okay. Which, which tells me one of them is probably getting traded. Soon. We do have to send eight or ten guys it, it, to Charlotte it, it, in the American Hockey League. Just so you so. know, here I, I am right now booking tickets for my daughter to come up for the home opener. Oh, nice, Paul. Why wait? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Paul made a lot of money running a startup. Uh, was it a mobile right, cell phone John company? Quinville. John, no relation to Joe Quinn's office. Uh, yeah, all seasons, Very much a surprise pick. From uh, Chicago Blackhawks, Edmonton born. I was thinking Nikita Zadorov. I was going for second the cousin of Joel Ken Quinville. Not his son, though. Some people would say oh, his son, right. second yeah, yeah. cousin. Another uh, Manitoba Prairie boy from Canada. Dear to my heart. He's doing a, quite a few of them, actually. So, so they have the alphabet and then go start the alphabet again. We got Jonas. One score. This is a good. This guy's already a popular pick. Absolutely. I mean, we want to land to Scott. Maybe we'll get him later on in the trade. But that's quite fine, fine choice from a really exciting Colorado team. Well, the depth that Colorado has, it's nice to be able to pick up something like this. We're definitely a top six player here. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. We have some fans on Facebook uh, 
FanCast, Kraken FanCast, in Finland. This pick is a shout-out to our fans in Finland. Oh, yes. Yunus Donskoy. 17-goal scorer last season. This guy's a good guy. Uh, and, and, and that was a short season, too, so don't forget. He might bump up to the top six easily. I maybe think, top uh, yeah. Line. A lot of people know the San Jose Sharks in the past, and he was uh, with them for four years. His best year is last year was 17 goals in 51 games. There's a little bit of scoring. Oh, here we go. More, more sightseeing. Uh, here. Here. I'm going to go up to the top and find an envelope. Uh, yeah, well, let's see. Well, well, we're here. It'd be better if they went to mailbox point. Uh, yeah, the mail- out of the yeah. mailbox. <laughs> right, right, exactly. At the mailbox. Washington State. That's, that's so a good beautiful. call. They could have picked call. 50 oh, places the flag. To- there we go. Got the flying higher than ever. There's the cracking flag up on Mount Rainier. After this pick, Nathan and Jim, you guys, um, yeah. Yeah, they're coming back. Nathan, you two both come in. I'll take a break. Oh, we got Jimmy. Jimmy this is solid, solid deep pick here. Dallas Stars defenseman. We're going back to a young defenseman. We're going to catch up in a little bit. Absolutely. And, and, uh, and the head is back I'm off the I'm out with you. Jim. Jim and uh, Nathan coming back. We're doing a little shift. I'm taking a little break. I'll be back in a little bit, folks. Keep it tuned here. Loot, you're sticking around. These guys are doing a little transition here. These jerseys are looking amazing in person. These things are going to sell like hotcakes when they come out next month. Or no, it's September. Why do I have to but be these jerseys, in the middle? These jerseys have been looking really sweet. Although, even, haven't they? Even the white ones. Tell me the whites don't look way better than you thought they would. Uh, they do. Like, and the okay. logo is monstrous. We had that Zoom meeting a couple weeks ago where yeah. I was talking smack about this yeah, hat. No, no, it looks hot. It looks so good in person. I was talking a little smack, too. I wasn't <laughs> really sure exactly how I felt about it. But well, look. It's pretty hot. We are yeah, all very, we're very particular about hats. Yes. We always have been. Yeah. And we're all different. You know, so... I like about that is it's got that perforated thing like the shoulder yes. jersey thing. We've got our fourth player live here with the Kraken jersey. Jamie Alexiak. It's the fourth one? Defenseman. Yeah, fourth one. Fourth live person, uh, player in town. Jamie Alexiak's quite a story. His youngest sister, Penny, she's an Olympic champion, gold medalist for Team Canada in swimming. It's a very athletic family. This guy's 28 years old, just needs more ice time to be a top four defenseman. Played really well in the playoffs going to the finals two years ago. You remember how long it took Mr. Char to get good? About 10 years. Yeah, so there you go. Well, he didn't even put his teeth in for the occasion. Look at that. He's a hockey player missing his front tooth for the live fans. We're going to love this guy. Keeping it real, keeping it real. Yeah, I'm surprised that Dallas didn't try and keep this guy or at least trade him. Six foot seven, six foot seven, two fifty-five. I guess he grew an inch last year. I always thought he was six six. It came out of his tooth. He's in the top. Carson Susi, a fabulous defenseman from the Minnesota Wild. We didn't really want Matt Dumba. We found a way to keep him. This was the kid. If we didn't take the goalie, Carson Susi is going to be a top four defenseman for many years for the Seattle Kraken. Absolutely, one of the best picks today. Love this kid, 26 years old, six foot five, 211, from Viking, Alberta. Viking, Alberta is the home of the Sutter family, where they raised seven kids. Six of them went to the NHL. The oldest 
son, Gary, is on our Facebook group. Shout out to Gary Sutter today up in Alberta yep. on the farm. His brothers are coaching and uh, GMs in the NHL. Hi, Gary Sutter. He's going to spend his fourth year in the NHL as a Seattle Kraken. Another fabulous pick. Here's our coach, Dave Haxtell, our coach. He's live on TV now. It's our daddy. Haxtell coached in Toronto the last two years. He uh, ran the penalty killing and the defense. Uh, we took Jared McCann, a great penalty killer. He coached against him. And he got Lausanne, too. He's going to be on the PK for sure. There you go. you got to have a great PK with a team that struggles to score goals. you got to kill all those penalties. You can't give up power play goals to Colorado or Vegas. These guys like Pacioretty and Stone will just fill the net with power play goals on it. So. Jim, what are you drinking over here? Believe it or not, just a basic Red Bull, and I don't even do those. <laughs> Chris ordered one earlier. I said, okay, I'll get on that. And I'm sitting there. It's not bad, actually, and I'm not into that stuff at all. Does it give you did wings? They, did they give this to you, this, this koozie? Uh, I worked that deal at the bar. I saw them for <laughs> quite some time, and me and Jamie were up there, and Jamie says, I want one of those, and I said, I do too. The stack started at about 12, and by the time I reacted, there was three, but I got clearance from the... So is there a draft pick involved in this trade? Uh, I don't know. She was very kind to me, though. So, so Gotta love the staff at Angry Beaver uh, yeah. Hockey Bar. Come on down and any other day when it's not packed to the gills. There's no room in here anymore, folks. So That's okay. Everybody's enjoying it. The windows are open. The news cameras crews are out there. There's people on the sidewalks. This is just a killer deal. Oh, yep, it's Cairo 7 outside again. Did we really think it was going to be this big? I mean, uh, get out of town. No, I, I thought it would be packed house. I didn't think it would be standing in the door well. It's like a truckload of goats. We literally yeah, have no, it's 40 people bad. watching I got us. It. Like, it's, there's going to be sweat dripping off the walls in like a half hour. I, d I don't think we're going to see Chris for about a half hour. Oh, he's gone. He's Yeah, he's not, he doesn't even know where to go. Chris is planning the next music festival so, in San Francisco. He's socializing with another Northeastern boy. He's, pl he's planning a bluegrass festival in San Francisco. Oh, he's got that down already. It's, yeah, it's, he's already got that list. So he's working on another bumper shoot in Seattle, maybe? <laughs> we sure would like that to come back. So uh, let's just review the picks a little bit here. we got a great defense. Jamie Alexia, Carson Soucy, Jeremy Lazon. Great defensive, uh, tough defensemen, plus penalty killers. Not sure about our power play yet. I was thinking Dawson Spare from uh, Philadelphia. And maybe there will be a trade coming. We did take a no-name uh, American hockey leader from Philly. We, we still a little light on our first line? We are light on forward production. Hey, we that, have about five third liners or six third liners. Some of those but, guys are going to boost up. No, they are. Board. But as we predicted looking at models a long time ago, that was going to be our weakest link. But hopefully we can resolve that through some trades somehow here. Yeah. And I think they can. Like I said earlier, one or two big, big names, you know, bigger names, and it's a whole other complexion. I know one thing right now. The boards are going to be shaken and the glass is going to be waving. Seattle Shores will, boards will be shaken. 
There's a song by Macklemore, I think, for KEXP. Right there. That's what everybody came for, though, right? I mean, well, everybody likes goals and hat tricks, but sometimes people just like seeing people crush somebody. No, no, obviously we do, but you never know what a Seattle crowd wants to have. You know, do they want a physical game or do they want a finesse game? You know? We don't want to have it's a It's not Starbucks a dirty town like Detroit. Or, well, what's going to you know, move you forward in that you're game? You're going to find that out in the next couple after a couple seasons is when we're really going to find out what the Seattle crowd really wants. They love their football, so it's going to be physical. Yep. Um, yeah. We it's love that defense with the big hits. I know one thing, I've said it to Chris many times, it's going to be the hottest ticket in town for about five years. Yep. Solid. Win or lose, it's just going to be right. Even if the Hawks are doing really well on the record, it's going to be to the top. You, did, you know, the reason we're doing this uh, webcast today internationally around the world, we have fans asking to join us middle of the night in Finland and in, uh, probably in London, England right now. We have Flavio in uh, Brazil. He wants to get involved in our podcast. If you're watching it live, Flavio in Brazil. We've got Lars Carlson in Sweden. We've got Bjorn in Germany. Hello, fellas. Middle of the night. We have people in Brazil. We have a Come soccer to hockey fan from Brazil, Flavio Fernandez. Great guy. Did a little interview with him last week. Flavio knows his hockey. He's actually applied for a management position with a Swedish hockey division one team. So shout out to Flavio. He knows his hockey even though he's in Brazil. Well, welcome Brazil. Thank you for So this, this track and hockey team is worldwide. We're not just for Seattle or for the Pacific Northwest. We've got people in Alaska. We've got people in Newfoundland and Quebec out eastern Canada. They're looking for a new team. Montreal and Toronto, they have a lot of fans all over. People are sick of them. They got Canadians and uh, Northeasterners wanting uh, a new fresh start. Hello, Kraken. Welcome, fans from the East Coast. Looks like there's going to be another pick in here in a second. We are going back live to the draft. It is hard to keep track of the order because they're jumping around by team to team, but we're doing our best to keep up with it here live, folks. Was it me? Was there a stage floating out on the water as well? No, there there was. Okay. There was. This is coming from Nashville. Nashville. I hope we get Kelly Yarncrock, $2 million contract. Plays all three four positions. But I don't know. Beast mode. Marshawn Lynch live. You know, I forgot to get any Skittles in case he decided to come by for a beer. I'm sure he'll have a few packages on him. Well, Marshawn come over to the Angry Beaver later. That's kind of what I was really looking forward to. I hope that happens. He's in the house. He showed up for the interview. I was in the NFL, what, two years ago? Look at the strides he'd made. He's actually talking. Marshawn has a voice. It's, it's mainly because he's not on a team. You know what I mean? Because he doesn't feel like he's tied to anything or being trouble possibly for anything. He's a very quiet and private he's got person. got pick in his back pocket. It's coming here live. What has he got? Beast mode. There you oh, go. Oh, my guy, Kelly Yarncrock. Hello, Sweden. We just talked to Lars Carlson. hockey player. We got ourselves a Swede. Yeah, it's from Sweden. Yeah. Kelly Yarncrock, for the my Kraken. homeland. That name fits with the Kraken. You know, Yarncrock is a top six player. 
You know, sometimes he should I, have been kept by Nashville. They went for five defensemen. They left Yarncroc available for the Kraken. Thank you, Nashville. I like it when you know, like when you when you find a trade or a player we're picking and everything. I always vision what does that look like on the back of a jersey? What does that name look like? Is it going to look goofy? <laughs> that looks Seattle Kraken all the way. I hope he puts the dots over the O for a yarn croak. Now, no, this guy's a great hockey player. I'm, I, when I started doing mock list, draft lists a year ago, I had yarn croak on my team. One of the top five guys I wanted. Brandon Tanev was another. I used to always have a saying with Chris uh, during Fantasy League, you know, you'd be home at the house and you got your fantasy players going and you'd, you'd hear the TV going. The more you heard your players or any player and you started keying in on those players, Yarncroft was a great example of that. His name gets brought up a lot during the broadcast. If you're listening, so, Kelly is spelled C-A-L-L-E, Swedish version. Wags. It's Wagner, another Seahawk. This uh, live draft on the waterfront is amazing. Some of the best TV in years. Easy name. Ready? Yeah, they're ready. Yeah, they got 95. From St. Louis Blues, the Seattle Flip. Vince Dunn. Yes! yes. Oh, yeah. No Terry Zankos. Yeah. Went for defenseman Vince Dunn from St. Louis. He'll probably be number three on your depth chart, probably, at this stage of the game. He's going to cost some money to sign him as a restricted free agent. Some more of that physical. He has to have a deal for him already set. Some of the hits they're showing. They just, they, they hurt me, and I'm not even there. Well, there's a shout-out to Travis Dunn in Grand Forks, Fargo, North Dakota, a UND grad, one of my buddies in the podcast industry. Mississauga, Donnie would be happy about that. So, Travis Dunn, we take it done for the Kraken, and I sent you a flag, and you'll be wearing it proud, and, well, putting it in that man cave. Mason Appleton. Solid young player. I'm a big Mason Appleton fan. I just moved here from Winnipeg a year ago. Mason Appleton was a middle, fifth, sixth round pick out of the U.S. Hockey League. Really just came to camp after a couple of years at Michigan Tech. He was going to be their captain there. Uh, the Jets signed him to an entry-level deal, stole him away from college. Spent a couple of years in the minors with the Manitoba Moose. Last year, he played like Blake Wheeler on the third line. This kid is fast like Tanev. He's also a redhead, so we have ourselves a ginger, for whatever that's worth. Mason Appleton, his nickname is Apples. He's going to get a lot of apples and hopefully a few goals in there as well. It astounds me how, how much you know about every single player in the NHL right now. Like, you know what he had for breakfast. You know what schools his children go to. I know what apples So eat. you think so. He, <laughs> he eats red apples. It's, it's amazing. a perfect state he's coming to then, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And he probably likes Rainier cherries as well. Because today, folks, we're cherry picking the NHL. It's Rainier cherry picking season. That's a shout out to my buddy Kevin Worth up in Canada. He came up with that term, cherry picking the NHL today. Taking 30 players off there. One from each team. Speaking of Canada, when they open the border, you're staying here, right? I have to go visit my parents for about a week up in Victoria. Sure. I'm coming back, Ellie. 
Uh, my my uh, fiance Ellie, shout out to her in Queen Anne. She's working hard today, making uh, making you know some good money for the family. I'm just here talking hockey because that's all I know. Nathan, if you gave me a chemistry test, I'd fail. I can talk hockey, but I don't know anything about science. Fair enough, fair enough. So for the Anaheim Ducks. Here we go. Hayden Fleury. Wow. Live. It was a short flight. The older Very brother. Very short. Probably <laughs> the shortest out of the entire roster. Shout out to Mr. and Mrs. Fleury in Carlisle, Saskatchewan. Your 25-year-old and your 23-year-old sons. Kale is a right defenseman, Hayden's a left defenseman. Put those two together someday on the Kraken Blue Line and you got the Flurry Brothers. Actually, I think it's kind of right, better than the two band brothers because it's about $12 million less. Yeah, right, you know, it's our own, it's the Dean Brothers, the Flurry Brothers. Why not? I haven't seen, I haven't seen brothers in a while. I, I like it. I just want to say since I, uh, let's take a break. I saw you guys are rolling here. Too. Welcome back. Your That's right. Well, you guys be back. back. Oh, you're and, gone. Um, you're asking. And well done, but I was watching afar, man. You guys were holding your own. I love it. Uh, I just want to say, though, just go back. Vince Dunn is a badass. I just love that pick. Big time. Appleton as well. Uh, you, you and I talked about that earlier. Uh, night. We're People were pleased. thinking that we'd take the right defensive with Dylan DeMello, $3 million contract from Winnipeg. We yep. wanted that Appleton for our top six. Give him a chance to be Blake Wheeler. He might do it in a year or two playing in Seattle. Go, Mason, go. Aiden Fleury, six foot three, over thank 205 God, thank pounds. You know, every yeah. player that's put this jersey on today looks great. Yeah. Long These jerseys yeah. are fantastic. Attitude. One guy was missing a tooth. Jamie oh, Olexiak. that's for the... Oh, yeah, no, that was... Uh, Alexiak. Alexiak, right? Yeah, no, I was like, uh, all right, you're already one people over there with a, the, well, the, some, the nice hockey grin. And some, he's six foot guys, seven like Chara. Yeah, some guys wear a tie. Other guys take the cap out of their grill. And, Look at that. You know, we've got, uh, three, four, parents do a lot for their picks. kids growing up. Hayden and Kale Fleury's mom and dad, farmers in Saskatchewan near the U.S. border. They worked hard all their life to raise these boys. They probably drove eight hours on weekends to So get we got the Flames players. next. Do yep. we see Mark G? Could it be? He'd be going to Calgary next. Well, no, so far, I mean, a lot of, a lot of great young talent. Some of these guys may end up in the AHL. Some of these guys may you know, end up being trade bait. Who knows? Uh, but I, even if they didn't trade a lot of these guys, I, I'm really pleased personally with who they're getting. It's a lot of big picture thinking stuff. I think, you know, like these great prospects. But you've got you know, guys like Jordan Eberle, Tanev. Oh, man. Yeah. Tanev was so Tanev annoying when we were watching the Bruins play the Penguins. Like, who is this? Little shit. Oh, great. He's on Seattle. Oh, I love him now. We just got yeah. Yanni Gord from Tampa Bay. Huge opportunity for us. Put him in the All top right. on the power play in Seattle. He might become a 30 goal scorer. I, I agree. Yeah, I, I, it, I, that would not surprise me. I mean, that was interesting. You take Stamkos and a huge contract, leave him open like Harry Price, force Kraken to go for a young guy like Matthew Joseph for under a million. They left uh, Yanni Gord available for four years, signed $5 million a year. We'll take him. Yanni Gord, I mean, besides being a fantastic player, I mean, a great value on it. Yeah, he's, uh, 
I hope to see him in a Kraken uniform for a long while. So before it comes back uh, from commercial break, Calgary, uh, what are you thinking? Uh, Giordano? Giordano, uh, I'm, I'm thinking that that's a strong rumor that has been on... He wasn't one of my picks, but I, I, you know, I could see that. But right now, there's a rumor uh, all over the place of some sort of trade with the New York Rangers that could involve Giordano. Really? Um, I don't know for who on the Rangers or exactly what the deal is, but that is uh, that's been on some a number of different tweets and some. Um, well, one New York writer and one other kind of general hockey news writer, I think it was. Uh, Chris, you're from the East Coast. Can you really trust those Ranger writers? Nah, I know, you know. Larry oh, Blackwell I was really happy with, by the way, speaking nice. of other way, when I was with you, very happy with that pick. So for newer fans like myself coming into this, understanding the trade aspect of this. So we get somebody like Mark G on there next. Say that. We're going to send, there's this rumor going him to New York. How does that really function? Are we doing this for picks and a player, or is this just to? Is this really enticing for the entry draft coming up, or what? It could be it? for anything. It could be to go after a, you know, maybe a protected player okay. who wasn't on the list. It could be. Prospect. It could be, yeah, it could be more prospects. Yeah, somebody try to get more. Um, but I, yeah, it, it, all of the above, really, Jay. You know, I, but I, I think usually it's, it's, it's something like somebody wasn't available. Some, there were also some players that weren't on a protected list but weren't eligible because of their age or, or how much they played in, in, in the NHL. For instance, there's a fantastic goalie on the Boston Bruins named Jeremy Swayman. Everybody's looking. He is the future. And um, he was he was ineligible to be picked. No, we couldn't touch Swayman. They put Vladar on the list. They had to put somebody on there as a goalie. Right. So the other two guys were asking a locker. So there 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 are some guys that are in the sort of gray area sort of list. So my follow up to that then is, if you if we see Mark G up here on stage in a cracking uniform, I'm I'm doubting we're going to see a trade. Because I agree. You, you oh, think he was they, here live. If they bring players, yeah, that's too page, much of a tease. Yeah. That's too much of a tease. It's too much of an investment. And here's here comes the pick. I don't see that. Here comes the pick. Yep, from Calgary. From Calgary is up. There's not a lot after Giordano to take. Oliver Kylington, uh, Chillington, a Swedish defenseman, hasn't made the NHL yet. The hospital. Virginia Mason. Virginia Mason. All right, this, is, this, was, not, this was not a scene I was expecting, but, you know. Shout out to the hospital heroes well, the last year and a half. That's Seattle. probably what Absolutely, no, yeah, no. I, Everybody I on the front I, I'm happy to see it. Sure. I'd say we're the safest place in North America. We're, uh, vaccine rate is very high. It's much higher than a lot of other states. Especially where we're where it started here in the that's United right. States that's as well. I said that, yeah. It started here. We took it serious from day one. We didn't wait a year. We didn't have any Florida beaches opening up in the middle of it. So much Seattle cracking gear all over the city right now. I love seeing that. We're going to have a tough hockey team. we got some big bangers. We got Who do we got? Physical. Mark G. There was some talk that we might take Milan Lucic, the old uh, Vancouver Giant. Mark Giordano, there he is. I was predicted. Oh. Mark 
Giordano. Uh, this guy will be our captain I mean, if he arrives here and puts a jersey on. Oh, no doubt, yeah. If, he, uh, if they, they keep him. But he is 37 years old, so he's, he's up there. A year or two. He probably still has some some left in the tank, I would say. But He'll be good leverage. Long time. I think he's Hayden Fleury. He's almost like another coach, though. That, those, those players are very valuable. can still play, but be such a great influence on the rest of the team. He's live here. He's probably staying. He's live. Jay, you made a good point. Wearing yeah, jersey number five. Looks good. Bald head. Although sports business can be ruthless too, Jay. It, it, can. it can. Does this but, guy have all his But teeth? you bring up a good point, I wonder now. You know, I I think I'm going to have to buy a jersey of each color. I can't decide. You know, if they'd put a C on that jersey, then that would be the telltale that he's coming. Then. We'll see. Great to see Martin, a long-time great NHL veteran. Interesting story about Gio. This nickname is Gio, G-I-O. He went to Russia for a year because he didn't fit into the Flames uh, at about 25 years old. He went and played in Russia for a year. I thought he was a write-off. Two years later, he's in the top four running the power play. You know, like, if, if you don't make the NHL right away, go to the East Coast League and you go to Russia for a year. No, don't just go play beer league hockey and give up. Brandon Tanev didn't quit hockey at 19. He scored the winning goal for the national championship, Providence College, in year four at 23 years old. An older college player. Never give up, kids. And adults, too. This, I, I almost feel like, the, I wouldn't say all the players who are here, but some of them might... Probably saying they're uncomfortable is a little overdramatic, but I just can see these guys. It's such an unusual situation for them, uh, but a beautiful one, though. I bet it's just here they are in this, you know, in front of 3,000 people doing a little talk you know, thing, and they haven't even played yet. It, it's, but I, I think it's, it's it's a very positive thing, though. You know, with, with how much Seattle is really embracing this team, because I would hear for years. You know, oh, you know, NHL probably wouldn't work here. I mean, we couldn't do it. The old Key Arena could not accommodate uh, uh, the NHL team seat-wise, since uh, you know, putting in a rink would kill a ton of seats, and there just was like no hope of an NHL team. Uh, unless, you know, maybe in Portland or going, you know, obviously we went up to Vancouver if we wanted to watch NHL. This is like so many unbelievable things have happened Most in the of last handful of years. today haven't even been to Seattle before unless they played oh. the Western Hockey. No, you're right. No, they might most haven't. Looks like we got another pick stage yeah. today. Kyle Lewis. Kyle Lewis, Kyle Mariners Lewis. outfield. Yep. He's a young guy. You see the Mariners uh, represented. He's been home running this season, too. I'm sorry, did they have yeah. the day off today? Um, yeah, I do believe they do. You know, some people were asking for Russell Wilson, but he's a few days from going to training camp for the NFL. I don't think the NFL would allow a guy to right. do an NHL hockey thing a week before training camp, let alone the Seahawks owners. Plus, Russell's living mostly in L.A. right now. So, yeah, so he's... That's where he does a lot of his home training is down yeah. there. Is that because of the Adam well, we knew about this one because there was a report of a literal signing this morning. This guy was traded one up, straight up for Taylor Hall. What was it, four or five years ago? Edmonton fans thought their GM was ridiculous. He's a right-hand defenseman, top unit with Gerardano. There's our power play and penalty killing to start with. This guy's 28 years old. I did some research on him this morning. Ricard Gronborg, who's a possible crack and assistant coach. We might hear about him this week. 
he convinced Adam Larson to come to the uh, 2018 World Championship Swedish team. There's another connection. This team's brought in some good Swedes now. Let's get that Swedish coach, Stromberg, to yep. make me look smart. Well, earlier, Lou, you were saying, we were just both remarking how many all these, like, U.S. and Canadian players. Gee, where are the Europeans? There we go. We've had a few uh, recently here. Adam, uh, they're showing another up. One. Adam they're Larson's up. 28 years old. He had a couple tough years. He lost his dad a few years ago playing for the Oilers. You know, that's tough on a 26-year-old with a lot of pressure on him in a hockey market. He's going to come to Seattle with a new lease on life. Curtis McDermott, here's, here's another guy. Yeah, Los do, Angeles Kings. Doing a little fighting, man. Los guy. Angeles Kings this give us the toughest defenseman in the hockey league. Check out his hockey fights on YouTube. You guys are going to love this guy just in five minutes watching him fight. He will not back down from anybody, it's true. Nathan, uh, Chris, does this guy play hockey or is he just a fighter? I don't know. Uh, he plays hockey, but I have seen him drop gloves with Ryan Reeves a couple of times and. uh and it's how do you not do? pretty. For and Reeves. I'm also giving Reeves full credit as well. They, I watched the uh, fight this morning on YouTube, and it, I think this guy hit hit a Vancouver guy 40 times, and the other guy hit him back twice. And then McDermott, he didn't stop. He he reminds me of Derek Bugard. Rest that's, in peace, that's, Derek. That's, a, a, that's big, a good yeah, who's just fighter. relentless, yeah. And after a while, no one would even go near him because they didn't want to fight him. Now they're at the Seattle. Aquarium. Looks like we have two more picks. Has anybody noticed that we have a lot of great places around Seattle? By, by the way, I should uh, shame on me for not uh, the Mariners played earlier today. That's why you could be there. They, they lost to Colorado 6-3. Oh, come on. Kyle Lewis might be on the Colorado? They were in Colorado and they came home? Yeah, yeah so they must have, yeah. Well, you know, that's well, we right. have a playing earlier, playing a 1 o'clock game. Seattle T-Bird legend scored the winning goal for the Memorial Cup champion Seattle T-Birds. This kid's from Denmark. Jim. Jim was talking about this earlier. That's true. Yeah, he was very excited. Here's a tidbit. No Another Seattle know. tie here. Alexander True is the first cousin of Nikolai Ehlers, the star of the Winnipeg Jets. They both come out of Denmark. Came to Seattle to play for the T-Birds. So they did have a lot of European players on there. They just kind of left, left them to kind of later in the uh, draft here. This guy's six foot five. Fine pick. It was definitely on some pundit mock drafts. Here's a shout out to Jorg Achenbach of True Hockey. We just got Alexander True. It's true. So who's Jorg, the last team? Find this guy up for True Hockey. You know, I'm not sure. What? I'm not sure. I, I was just I was just trying to figure out which team is the last team. Because this is the Vancouver, last Vancouver, right? No, they already did Vancouver. Oh, Vancouver they did. No, yeah, it was... Uh, Who did we take from Vancouver? Who did we pull in? Tor Toronto? We took Jerry Oh, Jerry Bruckheimer. Here's Hollywood. I'm looking Bro, forward to his Rockers. cinematics. I'm looking forward to his... The owner, he's one of the men he along with David Bondeman. The live game show entertainment making this team happen. Yeah, all the pregame stuff is going to be amazing. We know hockey. We know entertainment. Jerry Brookheimer. Brookheimer. 
I couldn't tell who that was standing back Nathan, there. Nathan, I've been they saving this story for you. They are Bonderman and Bruckheimer were in on the first Vegas expansion team. Yeah, no, we haven't done Vancouver have yet, yet, guys. These two guys, I think it's a Bruckheimer and Bonderman, decided to not do the Vegas deal, bring their money to Seattle. Thank you, guys. Seattle loves hockey, and now we have hockey. It's Vancouver pick. Yeah, I think we're going to take Cole Lind. Cole Lind is, is the, yeah, ruin, which would, would be, I'd be fine with that pick. Cole Lind, yeah. There you go. There you go from Vancouver. Bingo. Cole Lind. Swift Current. Another Saskatchewan Prairie boy. We have about six or seven uh, Canadian Prairie boys. Young guy, only one NHL season, uh, but uh, showed some great stuff and uh, champion with the Kelowna Rockets, 2015. You have another WHL. How many guys is that live? About six or seven. Yeah. I love the white jerseys. I, all right, know, let's see if all these the guys show up in the Angry Beaver tonight. My favorite number is seven. Jordan Everly is wearing a white seven. That's my jersey choice. What do you got, Nathan? Every single one of them. Nathan's <laughs> buying 30 Kraken jerseys. I'm going to buy one of everything. I might get in trouble with the wife, but I'm, I'm going to buy both. Eventually. I'll lend you my credit card for a month. There you go, buddy. You'll never know. They're all gifts. Speaking of, shout out to my wife. Thank you for listening. Hey, it is Christmas in July. It is. Baby. I have a shout out to my kids in Canada. Julia, Ben, Matthew, and Anna. All right, so uh, we got through this in 90 minutes, guys. I mean, this is a marathon. I'm going to bring J- ask Jim here. I know you can't hear on headphones, Jim, but going to bring the whole crew in here. Okay. This, the uh, boys in the band. This, this, me, this means a lot to me. This is our first video. Dan Thornton, thank you so much for all that you've done. Professional Middleton. Alibi pictures. Total pros, these guys. Yeah. Put this on the air. Jay, tell us about your band. Okay. I'm trying to say it. not about that. We're going to talk about Jay's band many times. Okay. But I want to talk about you, Luke. And Nathan Gunderson and my old buddy Jim Cockrell. You know, we put this all together. I wouldn't say a lot, but you know, just just you know, it's such a. Let's have this idea. And Luke, actually, you started the ball rolling. Jay jumped on, and Nathan and me. Then we brought Jim in, and uh, this has been so much fun. It means a lot to me. It means a lot to a lot of people. I'm We're crying throw inside this. right now. Absolutely, do it, baby. I uh, let it go. It. You know, uh, yeah. And uh, but anyway, thank you all for everything you're doing. So uh, everybody who's uh, listening and watching to us. Um, uh, normally, we'll be uh, every two weeks starting the season. Um, our next one, though, is going to be probably only about a week away, or a little, yeah, about a week away on our podcast. We're all we're found on Spotify and on Apple because we've got a we've got another big weekend here uh, with the uh, amateur draft, college college and junior players on Friday. We're going to have round one on Friday and the rest of the rounds on Saturday. So we have a lot to report to you all pretty soon, um, plus free agency, plus we may or may not see some trades, whatever. Um, we'll see. There's a lot, lot happening before these guys even hit the ice, so uh, we'll be back really soon. Thank you for watching us on YouTube. This will be archived on our YouTube channel. Check out Crack and Fancast on YouTube, on Twitter, on Instagram, and, fan, and of course on Facebook, and uh, keep, keep tuned uh, for further broadcasts, or further fancasts. Anything else you guys want to say in close? Oh, let's do our cheer. What's our cheer? Man? Go 
Kraken! Hey everybody, I'm here with my good buddy Tim Pipe from the Angry Beaver, our favorite bar in the world, our favorite hockey bar in the world, and uh, here in Greenwood, uh, neighborhood of Seattle. Hi, Chris. Tim. Hi, Hi guys. Uh, what a day! I mean, what, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Not even a game, no puck was dropped. And look what happened here. And you, you this is hardly your only interview. You were interviewed by a few others. Yeah, right? I did uh, the Vancouver Sun earlier today. Um, I spoke with Cairo 7 out front here a little while ago, and uh, Como TV came by and they wanted to talk to me for a little bit too. Honestly, it's, um, it's Christmas for hockey fans. It's New Year's for hockey fans in Seattle. It's unbelievable to me. You know, especially after this journey I've had over the last nine years with this bar, the explosion, this pandemic, everything that's happened, it's it's really, it's I'm, I'm moved, like, almost to tears. I'd like to just say right off the bat, because uh, I don't know if I told you this, Chris, it's my mom's birthday today. I lost her three and a half years ago, and um, it's bittersweet, I think, if... If she is looking down, she would be over the moon pleased for what's happened, what's happening today, especially. So, onwards to October, I can hardly wait for this team to start playing. Absolutely. I, how many years now? A little over nine. It's been nine. It's been nine this October. Yeah. Wow. And uh, I spoke earlier with, with the others uh, a little bit about the plight you've gone through, explosions and 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 and. Uh, burglaries and, you know, business issues, and and, and, it, and you opened this up with that the NHL lockout year, right? Yeah, in 2012, October 2012, I got open on the 13th. Hey, we're going to open a hockey bar right away, like the players locked out. Uh, you know, I've, I've told this story a couple times. The good news was that it gave me three months to kind of get my sea legs under me as far as the bar business went. Like, I knew nothing really. I'd worked in restaurants, I'd worked in bars, but I knew nothing about running a bar. So it kind of gave me three months to, to get my feet under me in regards to the service vendors, the, the whole nine yards. And when the when the lockout ended in January that year, it was kind of funny, January to 2013, I got a call in the afternoon, like, you need to come down and see what's going on here. And I walked in and we were upside down with people. Like, the hockey fans knew I was here. They were just waiting for the teams to start playing again, and, and I was—I literally couldn't walk through my bar. So it was really a, a great day, and, and I knew I tapped into something pretty magical. Did you have any sort of gut feeling, inkling, back nine, eight, even seven years ago that you'd have an NHL team? Never, no way. No, there wasn't a thought in my head that a pro team would be coming here. I mean, we did a lot of events. You know, we had. Uh, you know, John Barr was was sort of key in... in uh, from NHL Seattle. NHL to, to Seattle. Um, we had a couple of uh, nights in here where we had uh, sports broadcasters come in and, and uh, we did a roundtable where people would ask questions about, um, you know, what the potential was for an NHL team coming, whether that was a possibility, especially in light of the Sonics, you know, losing the Sonics to Oklahoma. Um, you know, and it, it, it was always still just like... It's a great idea, but we don't have the space for it. Um, the key arena certainly wasn't ready. Talk of Tequila and Bellevue. It just all seemed like a, a, a you know, a, a pie dream, kind of. Um, but, you know, they, they made it happen. Those guys made it happen. I guess they, they put enough pressure on. I think maybe even my hope is that those NHL guys kind of looked in on what I was doing. And we're like, wow, there's some real love for the sport in this city, especially if you'd walked in here during a playoff game. 
and seen this place upside down. So. Well, you know, I and I mentioned to the guys earlier, you know, and Jim Cockrell and I, you know, chuckle about this. I'm mean, he played hockey for a long time and yeah. a passionate fan. And I heard many a times from various people, oh, Seattle will never be a hockey town. Oh, that's not really, I would never fly here. And uh, I, I don't mean to be a told you so person, but I'm just dedicated to all serious <laughs> doubters. Just, you know, I mean, the whole expansion draft, I, you know, the whole, the whole presentation, how many Kraken, you know, shirts and hats and everything we're seeing all over the city and they haven't even set foot on the ice yet. Yeah. I, you know, it's the energy, I, I can't I can't compare it to anything else. Like I said, it's, it feels like Christmas Day here. You know, I think, you know, I mean, people have said to me in the past, like, you know, what a really smart idea opening a hockey bar, but it really was a selfish idea on my part. I've told you this before, Chris. Like, it really... You know, I wanted to watch, and I was going around town, and I, it was hard to get games put on. And you know, and finally, I'd had enough of my last uh, corporate job, or whatever it was, and decided to just go for this. But you know, and I also knew that there was so many transplants in Seattle. Everybody's from somewhere else. It's hard to find a true Seattleite. That you know, we all, you guys from Boston, you know, need needed a place to come and watch your Bruins play. And, the Vancouver folks, the Detroit, wherever, San Jose, wherever the heck it was, you know, and that's sort of what I built it on, was like, I can't be the only one missing the sport. So, you know, it's never in my wildest dreams ever that I think pro hockey was coming to the city. I was a, I'm a big fan of the WHL um, and all the beer league guys that go out, and that's what I do it for, you know, so... It's just I'm excited. Now, now you know, the Seattle crack in Novia, they've come and hung, hung out here. Dave Hackstall, like, minutes or hours, whatever it was after his press conference. Yeah. Photos of him here, you know, and I know the owners have been here and, you know, Ron Francis. I mean, uh, it's such a beloved bar. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I got a personal relationship with, you know, Tim Lewicki and Todd Lewicki. They're both just the nicest guys. Um you know, meeting Jerry Bruckheimer three years ago, I think that was, you know, how amazing was it to have Ron Francis and Dave Haxtell in the bar here? Um, I'm hoping a bunch of start players start showing up come season, you know, they got a night off. It's, let's go watch some hockey. Let's go sit down at the hockey bar. So, yeah, it's, uh, I know they know, and I know they're, you know, they know they love what I'm doing. And that fills my heart as well. So, well, Tim, bless you for doing what you're doing, and, and keep doing what you're doing. Thanks, Chris. And we're looking forward to uh, you know spending a lot of time here, Great. watching other ga teams' games, but actually watching the a Seattle NHL team, a Seattle cracking game. Let's get cracking, baby! Let's get cracking, baby! Can't wait, and uh, you know, and and thank you so much for allowing us uh, to uh, do our first uh, video uh, broadcast. You're very welcome. Well. I hope to have you guys back again at some point soon. We, we will for sure. Great, right, pal. Thanks, thank you. Guys.